thing I want to talk about is the fact that the PK family are most certainly crying right now because Lewis has been like given like an honorary meant like citizenship for Brazil. I don't really know. <laughs> what? I just, I, yeah, like have you not seen that today? It's like something... no, Bestie. I literally have no time for any social media today. Fair enough, but literally it sort of came out of nowhere. But they've given him like. I don't know what it is actually. Hang bear with me one second. Let me get the thing up so I don't give false information. Um, is it because um, of the? Is it because Senna is his idol or something? I think it's to do with his win in Brazil. But also, I'm not really sure how happy we should actually be because of the whole Fittipaldi thing and who he's like being funded by. Yeah. Um, oh, that that I haven't added. Because um, you know, you know it. what's, you know what's weird about Pietro, and this whole seat dilemma. He is set for testing, but it has been explicitly said that he won't be in for the season. So are yeah, they just driving um, one car? Well, see, this is well, this is the other thing we need to talk about because who's going to fill the hasty? We were supposed to find out early this week, and all we know is about. Um, testing testing we don't know about the rest of it and everyone's talking now about is it going to be like, i think bets are on antonio but he has his f f e well, that's thing the thing isn't it like i don't but then when you consider unless they bring someone else completely who knew which i don't think they will because from the maybe, sounds of it maybe that, they will bring nico back He'll nico back. doesn't really want to come back though apparently and neither does kevin I mean, valid. Neither, and obviously, like Roman, Roman he's will... also got commitments. He... Yeah, Callum Illot's got commitments. Do you they, say, they... wait, wait a second? Are you saying Callum Illot? D- Bestie, what is this? How you pronounce his name? Yeah, what do you say? Illot. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair I enough. mean, I don't know. I feel enough. like this is like the this is like the least problematic part of the Haas situation. <laughs> um, but also, I don't know. We can talk about this more in detail. But there's so many names. But like for all of them, there's an argument. There's a massive argument for no as opposed to yes. So God knows who they're going to put in that seat. At this point, I think people are actually could be onto something with me Kakinen. <laughs> because like every, that what? was like a joke this was like a joke or wait maybe this has been like a joke but now I'm thinking do you know what it's not a bad idea you know what could also be possible what about Jensen but Jensen's Jensen works for Williams and Williams technically if we go by last season standings that's their like main competition okay but like Alex, oh, theoretically, is also a Red Bull driver. Well, yeah, but also Alex probably was no offense to Alex, but he was probably like frothing at the mouth to get back into a seat. He probably would have gone to Haas if they'd offered him a seat. And, and he's also frothing at the mouth to get away from Red Bull. Yeah, which is why he like plastered all over his helmet. Um, anyway, <laughs> wait, could they bring Marcus back? Does he have any commitments? Ericsson? Yeah. 
Is he? Isn't he doing? Oh uh, no! This, I could be wrong. Car, or did I imagine that? No, he's an indie car. Damn. Yeah, because uh, Will Buxton upset all the indie car drivers the other day. Oh, can he? We're literally not even recording. We've already. (laughs) Maybe we should just put this as a like as the intro. (laughs) Yeah, this is this is the intro. This is the intro. No, but seriously, I'm I'm gonna cut it this way. That we're just gonna go straight in. Welcome back to the new episode. <laughs> we're back, and apparently we have very We've much to discuss. We've already done like half of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this is easier for me now because I just can cut it before we like after we started talking about personal things. What have mm-hmm. we missed? Well, um. In general, just in our lives, I have made Jasmine obsessed with a new sport, and no. she hates me for it. No, no stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, the horse seat. And no, wait, Will Buxton. What did he Will do? Buxton. He upset like all the IndyCar drivers because I don't know anything about IndyCar really, so I can't give you the technical aspects. But basically, one of their safety features that they've introduced, I don't know if they've introduced it this season or last season or whatever. I don't even know if IndyCar's happening at the moment. I know nothing. No, just... in, Indy, IndyCar's <laughs> happening. It's it's on Sky okay. Germany, actually. Is it? Okay. I haven't turned the TV. I've been in Italy. I don't know what's going on anywhere else in the world. Um, I've just been... You, yeah, you visited my brother-in-law. Yeah. Your brother-in-law, Monza... Honestly, I could talk for, for like seven hours about Monza for, right now. For everyone listening, because I have the most incredible wife ever. Because <laughs> you you went to Italy and you went to Monza and I got sent pictures and videos of Obviously. Monza and her and Monza. It was I loved it. It was like I was there actually and I loved it I was- so much. I had to take you with me, obviously. Next time like, we will go together, though. Next time we will go. Like, the thing is about Monza, and I didn't realise this, it's, like, surrounded by a park, so you can, in theory, just walk around it, and you can see a lot of the track. And my dad went and spoke to one of the... Because it's, like, open. They're not, they're not... There's people working there at the moment. Um, and my dad said, like, oh, like, where can we go? Like, what's open? And the guy was like, okay, obviously, like, the the new circuit, you can only see what you can see, but you can go to the old circuit. Yeah. And I was the... like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, this is, like, come on, let's go. This, this is peak. Honestly, the pics and videos of oh that God. were made on the old part of the circuit, incredible. emotional. Like, I was genuinely speechless because – there's such an energy there. Like, it sounds ridiculous, but, like, there's such a strong energy there that you, like, feel... No, it's valid. It's, it's valid. I remember my my dad went to um, Hockenheim, and there's also a, an old part mm. of Hockenheim yeah. um, where he went to, and he also said it's it gives a kind of nostalgic feeling because you know there's still people driving on the new circuit but this yeah. old part hasn't been touched in years yeah exactly and that's the thing you you feel like you're somewhere like magical i don't even know what other words to use like that's how it feels because we literally just 
laid on the banking. Yeah. So, like, it's steep. It's so much steeper. Even the videos that I've got of it, like, I was showing, I showed, like, my nan a video of me, like, running up the banking. And she was like, why are you making it look like it's so difficult? And I was like, nan, it's so steep. It's so much <laughs> steeper than it looks. And she was like, what? And I was like, it's so steep. The camera it, it, does not do it justice. The thing is, like, we've seen all these pics of the drivers in Monza. And I gotta yeah. say... In your pictures and videos, it looked more realistic than it did exactly. on those, like, like F one pictures. I was expecting something normal. Different. No, I was, I was expecting it was a lot more like. There were, obviously, like when you see, for example, I remember I think like the McLaren unbox, for example, like or when the Ferrari drivers, when they go and, like, speak to the fans, like, you can see it's, like, a very green, like, leafy place. Yeah. But when you're actually there, it's so much more, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, like, so woodsy. It looked incredible. You're literally, you're literally walking through, like, the woods. Amazing. Like, around the side of the circuit. And yeah. I was, like, my mind was blown. And then the old banking, because I don't know, there was that video I remember of Yuki and Pierre. It was like the AlphaTauri, with TikTok, because they loved their TikToks, AlphaTauri. They um, do. And they, they ran up the banking and they like got to the top. And I was like, these guys are athletes because I cannot get to the top. <laughs> I cannot get to the top. It is so steep. Like, my dad was like scared when I started like running up there. I was like scaling the wall. I felt like Spider Man. Why am I not surprised that you have to? You had to try to like get up I there. Did. did you see that video? Yeah, did I, I send you that. I, I, <laughs> I think I did. Or oh, you had yeah. it on your Instagram. I can't remember, but I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. straight up there. It was. I felt like Spider Man. Tom Holland, watch out! I'm coming for your job. Incredible. It was why? Amazing. Why do we always go off topic though? Um, no, but like honestly, if you find yourself in Italy, go to Monza because you can literally just walk around like for free. Also, we almost did Monza. get locked in though. <laughs> we did almost get locked in. The guy like drove past and started shouting at me in Italian. I was like, "Well, I don't speak Italian. Like, what do you want me to do?" And then he started shutting the gate, and me and my dad had to like run. <laughs> and it was one of those like automatic gates as well. So I felt like oh, I no. was James Bond, like escaping monza calm down please no, seriously i i have to, like... i i have to humble you here excuse me <laughs> why you're already privileged enough because you went to monza okay no, but the, thing I... is, the beautiful thing about monza because when we got there i was like around the park and then you just straight like walk straight in yeah, it's, there were just people. People like go there to like run. Yeah, I know. Like, it's it's like it's like spa. People like yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I did. I tell you this. One colleague of mine, his he's half Belgian, mm. and and he was born like next to spa, basically. Oh, really. Yeah, and his family still lives there, and they like to to take a walk and stuff. They go to spa. Yeah, that's amazing. So, but see, that's what it is. It's just 
Because I really thought we were trespassing. I thought we'd broken in. And then suddenly all these <laughs> other people were also there. And I was like, oh. No, you're okay. all breaking the law. Or maybe we were all just breaking the law together. But I don't know. There's just people just hanging out. And I was like. No, I will love this that. This is amazing. So if you're in Italy. If you find yourself go in to Italy, Monza. Anyone, go to Monza. Because you can just go for a casual stroll. But when it turns. When it starts to like get close to seven o'clock. Leave. Because you'll get locked in. Or maybe that's the plan. Just get locked in. I would there. actually have loved it, but I just I need to tell you a really embarrassing story though that I haven't actually told you about it already, um, <laughs> because me and my dad promised to keep it a secret from everyone else. But then he went and told his partner straight away, and I was like, "Well, this is a betrayal, isn't it?" Because this is genuinely the most embarrassing thing ever. Well, now um, you're gonna tell me. And I'm gonna the tell listeners. like yeah, as my revenge on him, I'm gonna tell you what happened. So basically, we're walking the circuit, and the thing about Monza is it's really, because of where you, like, the main entrance is, it's really disorienting, like, you don't quite know where you are, what what's what, because you're looking at, when you go in, there's, like, the long straight there, and then you realise that there's another one somewhere else, so you don't <laughs> know where that is, yeah. um, and we were, like, looking on the map, but we didn't really know, we weren't, like, paying that much attention. And we got to a certain corner and we were like, this is the site of the crash. This is the chicane. <laughs> this is this is Crashgate destination. And it like, wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't indeed. <laughs> it was <laughs> it, it just wasn't. Um and see the thing is, it's not like we sort of were like Ah, oh, look at that and then carried on with our day no we like took pictures i like no. sent my mum a selfie of me i was like mum this is the destination of no the thing gate. is the thing like, is i'm i'm looking it up right now and you could so literally no you could literally like you can tell if you look <laughs> you can tell and that's the thing when we realized we realised, like, it was so obvious. But, like, when you first get there, if you don't look at a map, you don't necessarily know where you are. Because that, that like, corner looks like that chicane. Yeah. Because of... Things. That, that long straight. Because I was, like... The thing that made us realise is when we were walking back down that straight, I was like, hang on a minute. Where's the pit lane? <laughs> And he was like, hang on a minute. And then we realised, because when we came in, we were like, oh, look at that. Look at that thing. That looks like the podium. No, it's not the podium. It can't be the podium. It's in the wrong place. And, we, and then when we left, we were like, hmm, that is the podium. We are so stupid. Um, and this is the thing. I, like, fully documented it. And I'm I, those pictures that I have, I'm going to pretend forever that, that, that that's that, what That was. is Crashgate. That that is the destination of Crashgate. Like I don't even care. Even I've I'm literally on the record have admitted this and I don't even care. I'm just gonna still pretend. No, I love that though. Sounds very you to be honest. It's very me thing to happen <laughs> and I was actually devastated about it to be honest. But a smaller world has collapsed A smaller years. world collapses by me. As, yeah. Me and my dad were just like, let's just never tell anyone and then he betrayed me straight away, so 
Yeah. This I is mean, me getting my own back on him for that. Valid. But that honestly. was just really embarrassing. Like, I don't think you understand because as soon as I realized, like, I realized, I was like, how could I be so stupid? Because we, like, got a map out. We were, like, <laughs> like on, like, the internet. And I was like, I Googled it. I was like, looking up all the different corners, trying to, like, map out where we were. And like in relation to the old circuit, because I was like, I know where that is now. Don't know where anything else is. But I was like, where's the pit lane? Where's the grid? Where did there's something that's not right here? And then we realised it was really upsetting. Sad. Very sad. It was really sad. And I was Yeah. So now you guys know. Fake fan. That's incredible. It really looks like that chicane though. Like that tail I... with that long straight, it looks. It, how it looks how would I know? Well, you know what the gr- the track looks like. Of course, I know what the track looks like, but I haven't yeah, seen so it do yet. I. Still got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. we're gonna get back to the topic of IndyCar. Well, was... oh, oh yeah, IndyCar. <laughs> oh, IndyCar. Yeah, I don't um yeah will buxton just pissed everyone off um yeah basically he was saying yeah all of the drivers they're really unhappy with this new feature and like from speaking to them i can tell and then they all just jumped on him they were all like actually you clearly can't have spoken to many of us because <laughs> like the fact that you'd think that we'd not want a safety feature just because of aesthetic or it makes the car slightly heavier like that's ridiculous that you'd think we'd prioritize that above safety and they just like ripped into him and Marcus Ericsson was one of those drivers which made me realize that he's in IndyCar which is why I don't think he'll get the Hassie like you suggested okay valid point um but on the Hassie thing like who are they going to put in that seat I also have um, Brandon Hartley, maybe, depending on what he's okay. doing. I could see it. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, wait. Maybe he's somewhere with his wife. I could. I mean, gonna... I don't know. I really thought that Fittipaldi was going to be the one. But they're making I... it seem like he's not. Maybe, maybe, because we do know <laughs> the Brazilian president isn't the best one. Like, yeah, I mean, they're really going from Russia to Brazil. Like, yeah. How how do you justify that? How do you justify anything in this sport? This sport is honestly oh, you, terrible. You, like, there's no know... aspect of it that's good, really, when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, you, yeah. Um. Anyways, Brendan Hartley is doing endurance racing. That's what Magnuson's doing. Yeah. And he doesn't want to come back. I wouldn't either, like... To be fair, like, that's the thing. I think a lot of drivers, like, Hulkenberg, he, he's not going to come back for that. No. No one wants to his... drive this. No, but also, look at his career. Although, in that case, it would actually make sense for him to fill that seat. <laughs> no, um, you, you um... know what's so sad? <laughs> you know what's so, so sad? 
the the German broadcast, every time he's there, they have to remind me that he has the ongoing record for the most <laughs> races driven without a podium. Which is so sad because it was close so many times. He even had a pole in Brazil once. Did he get a pole? <laughs> yeah. In twenty ten, I think. Oh Something somewhere along then. Okay, it's not and- funny. I feel bad. No, it is. Hugo's art on Drive to Survive is just something so special. <sighs> Hulkenberg. Hugo Hulkenberg. Yeah, I love that for Daniel. Daniel no, actually, I actually hate guy. that for Daniel. Because no, it's he... genuinely, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes me violently uncomfortable. Yeah, how do you feel with me knowing how his name is actually pronounced? Like... Mm. Oh yeah, it must be worse for you. Okay, I'll give you yeah. that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And also, like, why you did he keep white... German right now? I'll let you. <laughs> no, I'm not gatekeeping. I'm just saying I don't know where the French accent with Daniel came from when he no, said Wilkeberg. But that's what Nico told him. He did what he was told. No, he. The thing is, like his his name is Hülkenberg, and he always says it in kind of a French accent, and I don't know where the French accent comes from with Daniel. It's so no weird. No one knows anything with Daniel. We'll talk more about Daniel later. I've got some stuff to say um, on the topic of Daniel. Um, but yeah, IndyCar. So yeah, Will Buxton upset one of them, and then that that's just drawn attention to who's not going to be in the half seat because they're driving for IndyCar. Um, so I have no idea who they're going to put in this seat. And it seems like they want Antonio more than anyone else because he's got that experience and he's only just left Formula One. But he's in Formula E. And honestly, even though he's got a terrible car there as well, from what I hear, um, yeah, I don't think it's he's not gonna... great. I don't think, is he going to want to come back to this? <sighs> But, like, he's the Ferrari reserve driver, so it kind of does make sense. It, um, yeah, I mean, it does. It makes more sense than for anyone else. I just, I really don't, I don't see Nico, or... Kevin, or Roman coming back. I just don't see that happening. And they want an experienced driver. They're not going to, there was, like, that really short-winded thing of, oh, put Piastri in the seat. No. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, because but I'm, no, we're but, waiting yeah. for Fernando to leave. retire. I, leave. Old man, please go away. Yeah. You have you have fought like a lion. It's time to die like a lion. Okay. It's controversial take. No, the thing is, I just I don't like Fernando. We know this. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. You know, I'm not sorry. I just don't. Uh, like, all whatever. the all all the Fernando trashing here. Um, the thing, think... it they could since it is a new era of cars. I think it would be more possible this year to bring someone new into it than last See? year, actually. But I also have a way I can counter you on that. Though I'm not saying that I'm just bringing a different viewpoint because it's a new era. Don't, would they rather have an experienced driver who can help them develop a car for that new era? This is the thing. That's the argument. Ooh, I don't. I, point, point. Yeah, point taken. But the car's already developed, isn't it? Yeah, but I suppose you know things can still change throughout the year. Like, look for you know, 
Ferrari last year, for example. Yeah. yeah. You know, things can always change. Mercedes so. last year, Red Bull last year, you know, they can all do what they want to. I don't you know. Made, you made know, a really yeah. good point, but is it happens yeah. so rarely? You but is but is an... <laughs> oh my, I, I, it's a Leo thing. I feel like. Yeah, we just just crave attention. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, you, you totally like. I've lost my train of thought. Um. Okay, I'm usually the I, one I, to wait, leave my I, thought, so. wait, I see I, I have it again. Um I see your point. But then again, is Antonio going to help? Probably not. No offense. <laughs> yeah, so Sorry. like Sorry Italian users. I quite like you in some ways, but he's adorable. Like Yeah he is. As as much as I dislike Kimmy, the Did video you... of of his Kimmy kids, kids. Oh. I, honestly antonio is the honorary oldest child of kimmy no he he literally is they love each other they loved each other so much it was it, it and, was yeah and we all didn't even know until this video came out i mean we like, kind of knew they had some moments they had some moments but that moment was just something different entirely um true valid but I, I just, I don't know. Let's face it. It can't get much worse for Haas. I saw someone say, but... I saw something, I saw someone say something on Tumblr and it really just hit different. They said, if Haas didn't have bad luck, they would have no luck. And that yeah. really just sums it up. I mean, technically it got worse yesterday because Freight it's Freightgate it's 2.0 where half of their things are not where they're supposed to be. Let's face it, we're gonna I think this is gonna be a issue just this season in general. I think we're gonna see these sorts of problems. Um I hate with the it. calendar. Yeah. I hate it as well. And it must be so stressful for the teams because it's not really in their control at a certain point. But like You know what I you think... know what makes me angry about this whole thing? Like you have you have all these these workers of the teams and like mm. all the people that aren't the drivers that work so hard and have to leave their families for so long because they are at the paddocks before anyone and I yeah. and if you were to make this calendar you would ask those people should we do more or should we do less and most of most of normal workers have said it was too much last year. Yeah, last year too, too, too much. many Imagine. double and triple headers, and it's just even more now. Yeah, this year's even worse because not only is the calendar longer, it's like across a shorter span of time. Yeah, because because of the World Cup. So the World Cup is this year. Yeah, I've had it like. Right, in winter, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's. Wait, I don't know why. Why I'm. I I don't know why I have this information. Uh... (laughs) I, I literally am the football fan of us too. Why do you know this? No, the reason because the Formula One season ends in November this year, as opposed to December, because of the World Cup, and they don't want it to clash. 
Makes sense. Yeah. But to be fair, I am always a devout patriotic England fan during the World Cup. Something weird happens to my body and I like stand football and I literally almost cried at the last World Cup. Um, I, Where you I lost. said, uh, yeah, it was the but genuinely, it was the, I, I left, it was I left the my European house. Cup. No, it was the World Cup. No, we didn't lose the World Cup, but we were like doing really well. Mm. We weren't like, we didn't go down to like, you poor end, thing. But we, we at least you weren't well. kicked out in the group stages. Like we were. What's saying? What's saying? No, but I left my house that day. I had to leave. I had to. I had to get away from the TV. No, actually, now that you mention it, I am so excited to see you being all patriotic. Can no, I hate imagine? It. There's nothing you... I hate more than being patriotic. <laughs> I mean, there's no... Listen, from an outside perspective, there isn't much to be patriotic about. At no, least at this really. time. Now we've got we've got some stuff. But that's also questionable. We've got some stuff. We've got Lewis Hamilton. Okay. True. We've got Lewis Hamilton. We've got tea that we steal from other countries. Um we've got um other resources that we steal from other countries. Um the royal family who steal stuff from other countries amazing um no the list goes on we've got so much really good stuff over here you know that you all stole from other countries we didn't steal (laughs) boris from anywhere you know if anything i think we wish someone would steal him from us to be honest like um yeah I feel as though we should move on. <laughs> yeah, no, but I have one one last thing to say about this because can you imagine? Make fun of me for. Can you imagine Germany and England playing against each other in the World Cup? How this escalate think, between us? I don't think it'll be good because you're a football fan, and I, for some reason, develop a strong sense of patriotism. So I doubt. <laughs> I think it would go terribly wrong, and. Moving on. Yeah, I think um, it's important that we do. <laughs> I'm so, praying that this does not happen. Let's hope so. Um, before we started this, because we did take a little bit of a break, um, because you went to Italy and I had exam season. Mm-hmm. Um, we hate. <laughs> I we made. Hate. I made some um, from first to last, um, and we're going to start with. Race of Champions with my oh, most God. beloved team Germany. That was like seven years ago. It was about a month ago. That was like seven years ago. I actually don't. I've changed since then. Like yeah, you know memories. what you know you know what changed me? That video of Zeb, Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> The Ice Bath. Wow. Feral. This honestly, this man is is one bitch like he is so petty because for everyone who hasn't seen the race of champions this is a two-day competition on the first day it's about teams and the second day it's about each driver individually first day teams mick was driving out of this world and sap was just like there for shits and giggles like he didn't do shit yeah he literally (laughs) and they were kicked out in like the second or third round 
And he was like, oh, it's not about winning. It's not about winning. Second day, individual drivers. This bitch went into the finale. Uh-huh. He made Chris here somewhere. <laughs> he was devastated. Um, yeah. Also, he ran around in shorts while it was snowing. Yeah. Yeah. In in Finland, so like, was it Finland or Sweden? I I can't remember. Somewhere <laughs> in Scandinavia. I'm sorry, okay. Scandinavians. I can't remember. It was too long ago. Um, literally, yeah. Was. I actually he... forgot that that happened. But you, yeah, it's, it's this week that that whole race of champions weekend changed me. Like I was definitely trying to study. But it, I couldn't. You were going through it. I just remember you watching it. I don't know where I was. <laughs> you were working. Probably. As you always are. No. And it yeah. was just, I, I was I was literally going through it because I saw leading up to it, there was all these videos and pics of Je- Zeb just being all happy. And then yeah, it was, was lovely. And I am so used to Zeb being great in the team competitors of while doing Race of Champions, and I was so disappointed on the Saturday. Yeah, because it was so funny. <laughs> it was. I was. I was entertained by a very limited content. I got. Who did we have? I think uh, we had Jamie Chadwick and I want to say Corsard. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie. Yeah. yeah, Jamie ran into a wall. Okay. <laughs> But she was doing so good, though, up until that point. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, so that, okay. was race of, that was Race of Champions. Um, At least she the, was trying when she, she drove into the wall, unlike she, a certain she, German. He, he didn't try anything. He didn't try at all. He didn't even try to drive into a wall. <laughs> I don't know why you're insulting. See, I'm getting patriotic. I'm getting patriotic. <laughs> it's not even the World Cup yet. No. Yeah. The thing you have to know about me um, during the Race of Champions, because Lewis was on his little hiatus back. He came oh, back a couple oh of days God. later. And yeah. I was I was deprived of content. And just, it made me go feral. It made everyone yeah. go feral. And then, literally, this bitch, I I have to talk about this. Because mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. couldn't have done this before Race of Champions. No. He had to go no. wait two or three days after Race of Champions and then come back. I mean, thank God he came back. But, like... It's because this... he wanted to watch it and process it before he came back, probably. Probably. He Seb in the snow. Soon. As we all did. As we all did. Yeah, a lot and Savior came back. We the whole internet freaked out. I think he he actually trended for like ten hours on Tumblr. To be we fair, stand. he's been trending since he went silent on Twitter. To be fair, <laughs> a day did not pass where he wasn't trending on my because we all side missed of the him. We all I missed, missed him. him so much. And the other, the, my favorite part of it was that everyone thought that he was like. He was going to retire, yeah. and he was like, "Not I'm that back. he was even going to retire, but everyone thought he was like just sitting somewhere angrily in the dark, like crying." And this man was just playing like Monopoly and going to the Grand Canyon. 
Like we, we love that though. Like he was we love playing, that. He was playing with Roscoe and like oh, Roscoe's, Roscoe's hanging out with his like <sighs> buddies, family, and getting knighted by Big Liz. Sorry, Charles. Um, uh, don't know why you're laughing. It's very serious. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I think you know why yeah. I'm laughing. But I'm not going to say it. No. <laughs> because okay. of the other person. Oh, Charles? Yeah, he's yeah. crazy. <laughs> he's got a car that runs on wine. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to get into that. I think I... Formula One should consider that, to be fair, as a fuel source. And you can even drink the fuel if you yeah, like, exactly. retire early, let's say. Catch me sucking the fuel out of people's cars if that's how the world changes. I mean... We're with, having a fuel with... crisis. <laughs> this is the way forward. I was going to say, like, with the current prices... Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, that it's white wine. You know, I do prefer red, but I'll, I d- I'll do I, it. The thing, I'll yeah, do it. I also prefer red, but also because okay. I, I don't, I, I get a rash whenever I drink white wine. Yeah, so, white wine just kind of doesn't. It it doesn't have that bougie feeling. You get me? Yeah, red wine is pretty like. My drink of choice at the moment because I'm a very fancy lady. I I, um, I know. <laughs> Remember yesterday? No, I don't actually. <laughs> um, um, yeah, <laughs> Lewis came back. Then Lewis came back. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We stand. King is back. We love to see him. Him and George. This honestly, I didn't expect them to get along as well as besties, they do. Besties, 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 all the way. Like George is literally like worshiping the ground Lewis walks on, and Lewis is should. like, as he should. And Lewis is like, "Oh, you're my little brother now." Yeah, they are adorable, and he's like the filming incredible. George incredible garage, incredible. Car. And he was there for George's did you, pieces. Did you see? Yeah, I was going to say, did you see the little fist bump? And like how big his hand yeah. is. Honestly, no, I'm not crying. Board goals. They Board are goals. what Max and Checo wish they are, wish they were. <laughs> they okay. are what Dan, and, what Dan and Lando wish they were. They are what Christian Horner and Max wish they were. <laughs> Again, I don't. I'm so serious right now. This is yeah, not a I know. Matter. I know. No, you know what? This is what Christian and Doctor Crazy wish they were. Actually, I think Christian wishes he had a very different sort of relationship with Max, but I'm not going to get into that because I've said too much about that on the internet lately, and I think you know. You know what I think you're relating to, to. You know what I think you're relating to. The Christian Horner wishes he had that same relationship with Max that Dan and Lando have with each other. Now, please have your rant. I have granted you permission. Oh, can because... I talk about McLaren? Yeah. Can I talk about McLaren? Okay. Okay. I'm so excited. Um, By the I way, before McLaren. I... Wait. Um, <laughs> I, ha- I have gotten a clear instruction from my co-host that she okay. wants to talk about the relationship dynamic that has developed over the winter yeah. break. Yeah. So... 
please go oh. on. Feel free to rant. I hang on a minute. You're... No, wait, hang on. Lando has so many relationships with so many people. Who are we talking about? Where am I starting? His teammate. His teammate. Okay. So I thought maybe you meant his throttle. Um. Okay. Um. I, fu- I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's start with Daniel. Um. Yeah. What happened to those two? Because. I saw that car launch, and I saw the unbox that followed it, and I saw testing. They are in love. We're gonna call it. We're gonna call it's... it. We're gonna call it a day. I hate them. I actually hate them. We're, we're gonna call it a day. No, we're not. I hate them. We're not, but but, but we're gonna it, call it a day. It's there always. No, because you know what my favorite thing about it is. You can see that, like, Lando does not want to do that anymore. <laughs> but he, like, just... He's like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. But then Dan is like... I'm going to say it. And he's like, <laughs> call it a day. You no, know, because together. Lando is so whipped for Daniel. Well, that's the thing. You can see in Lando's... You can see, if you watch that unbox... You, you I am not going to watch that unbox again, I'm sorry. No, the, the testing one. You can see yeah, it in Lando's uh, eyes. Is, he's like, this yeah. exactly... Yeah. This man he, is fighting for his life he, right now. He has like, so like, many please. relationships. Yeah, he 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 probably has like a cheat sheet. He's like, how? Do... That's probably what happened. He probably got his Daniel and Max ones mixed up. <laughs> probably. Because he also can can we talk about Max for Daniel a second? Because we... yeah, his sneaky link. Yeah, he's a sneaky link. No, because I have to talk about Max for a second. Uh, Max Futural, by the way. Oh, um, we bef- Last time we recorded, we weren't sure where Max was going to end up. He lives in Monaco now too, apparently. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Why is he in Monaco all the time? Because he's Lana's boyfriend. <sighs> this... Okay, basically, let me explain, because I know too much about this, because of my, because of the algorithm. It's not really my fault, it's just what, it's other people's fault. Um, yeah, <laughs> Basically, sure. what's happened is, in the last, in the span of the last couple of weeks, Max is living, I think, in his family home, because that's Stan. where he's been streaming from, in his, his, in his bedroom at his family's house, okay? Oh my god, then... is that his childhood bedroom? I have no idea. <laughs> I did not ask him. We're not that close, me and Max Pudrell. So, I don't know. No, I would have but... thought so. Uh... I mean, you might have gotten it. connections to F1 now, so. But yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Basically. Yeah. So, Max is there. Okay. And then, when I think some of the Quadra members... Uh, I think Arab, Ria, and Max went to Monaco. And Lando was in Barcelona for testing at this point. So yeah. we thought there, we didn't really know why there was something to do with a game room. I think they were, set, they were setting something up. I don't really know. But they're doing a quadrant thing, and Lando was uh, testing. Okay, so we all think Max has gone home. But then Max turns up at testing for the last day and he's hanging out with Lando. That's what I was going to say. Wasn't he at testing yeah, as well? he was at testing. And then Lando goes from testing in Barcelona to Portugal 
Lucy Louisa. As he should. As he should. We love her. We Boyfriend stand. moment. And then we find out Max was leaving Portugal, which implies that he went with he was Lando. and they all were like hanging out. They watched like Bohemian Rhapsody together. Don't ask why I know this. Did, um, wait, didn't didn't Lando stream with with Max in well, Portugal? Not in Portugal. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know actually. But the the important stream happens a couple of days later. So in they Monaco, go, not in Monaco. No. They get back to the UK because I think Lando had some work things to do, and he was staying with Max in Max's bedroom. Okay, and Max was in the bedroom streaming himself. Lando goes downstairs to get his hair cut by Max's brother, and then he streamed that. And also, can we just talk about for one second? It's not related to Max, but Max. Someone asked uh, Lando if he knew any Portuguese words because obviously because of Luisa. And he said, uh, they asked him to say a word. And he said kisses in Portuguese. And I think it's really nice that he's learned that. That's just really wholesome. Anyway, um, uh, moving on. So, yeah. Wait, you know you know what this reminds me of? Like, that scenario of him saying things in Portuguese. It seems very thick Lando of him. Very out of character for real life Lando. Mm, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back on the Nortrell uh, universe timeline. Um, yeah, so he just stayed with Max in Max's like bedroom, apparently, because Max's mom was like changing the bed because Lando was there, and they streamed <sighs> together. And then, and then I'm a so couple of confused. days ago. I don't know where Lando's going. It's not really my business. But he got to the airport and he had to phone Max because... He forgot his passport? No, he didn't forget his passport. He had Max's passport and Max had his. Honestly, these dudes are so dumb. They... These are... They are so (laughs) stupid. How have they ever lived alone? Well, they they have each other. I don't know. They don't need to be alone. They've literally got each other. But apparently, as well, like uh, I don't. There's so many things. Like Lando kept calling Max Big Boy on stream the other day. I, Not a great nickname, first of all. Mm. I I no, but like the. <laughs> Honestly, if you find if you come across the audio, it's not so much what he said; it's the way he said it. I think that's the, the tone uh, oh, no. that he used, which is you know. So these these two are. Yeah, I, no, but like <laughs> by this point, and the way these last couple of weeks have played out, I I wouldn't be surprised if it's literally like oh. Where, when Louise said, oh, this is Lando, this is my boyfriend Lando, and this is my boyfriend's boyfriend, Max, and this is Lando's second boyfriend, Daniel. Yeah. <sighs> but that's the thing, how did Daniel feel when when Max turned up at testing? Probably Drama, jealous. Love triangle. Yeah. I mean... He probably had to call it a day for reals. <laughs> Why would you? Oh my god! No, 
talking about talk, no. <laughs> talking about like boyfriend situation because I came across my for you page has been weird the last couple of days. I don't know why, but a video of Kim Ilman's account stop of him talking about Daniel and Daniel being single apparently came up and I was like he is genuinely terrifying Kim Ilman. Yeah. Um um, it's weird. I this, I had to block his account for reasons. Um. Yeah. Moving on on the timeline. Um. This fits very well into our last topic because Lando has sacked a big contract with McLaren. I mean, yeah. we've been we've been new that he was gonna say, but like, mm. I am actually glad that Doctor Crazy hasn't convinced him. To go to Red Bull. No, there's no way. Lando's too much of a family boy. Um, no, I was gonna say Lando's too much of, of a bitch. Is what I was gonna say. I mean, <laughs> that's also like, true. In a in a in a good way, and I'll get back to Lando being a bitch in a minute. Um, I think he's I think he's too much like that to go to Red Bull and be a second driver. That's the thing. Like because he would just fight Max. But I just think, like, no one wants to be in that position, do they? We're going to get to Red Bull. I've got plenty to say about Red Bull. Um, the Red Bull phenomenon, as I'm calling it. Um, but I just don't, like, I think that was honestly the best option for him. Because there's nowhere else that he could go now. He's Let's face it, he's the first driver at McLaren. Um... He's younger. He's got a lot more years left in him than Daniel does, let's face it. Um, And, you know, he can't go to Mercedes because as soon as Lewis goes, George is going to be in the number one seat. He can't go to Red Bull because of Max. He can't go to Ferrari because of, well, either Carlos or Charles at this point. Um, And later Mick. (laughs) We don't know. And exactly, Mick's lined up to go there. Um, so the best place he can be is at McLaren. It makes so much sense for him. And I think, obviously, I think they did tailor the car a bit more to Daniel this year. But obviously, you know, that car is sort of made for him, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's the best place for him to be. You know what kind of thought I just had? Because you said with Mick, like, just sitting and waiting. Can you imagine, like whenever Daniel retires, that Carlos might go back to McLaren? No. Or will he just retire then because he won't get a seat? Mm, See, this is the thing. I think the problem with Carlos is that he's so underrated. Like, I think it's, it's a tricky one because he was the number one driver at McLaren and he did outperform Lando. But when he left, that was it. Lando was already their priority before before he was yeah. even out of that seat. So I think it would be hard for him maybe to go back to the environment. Because the thing is now, we have to I think we have to pay a lot of attention now to him and him and Charles, and just how Ferrari do this season. Because if he outperforms Charles again, what does that? What's that going to mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's so much to consider there because 
you know, the politics. Ferrari, exactly. Ferrari changed. They they've tailored their team around Charles. Yeah. So. It's what, gonna be. What is it? It's gonna be quite exciting to see. Exactly. I'm actually really looking forward to see how Ferrari did this year, as long as McLaren beat them. Um, <laughs> um, and as long as they don't win the championship and as long as uh, McLaren beat them I'm really looking forward to it <laughs> because I just think I think that's a really strong pairing and I think both of them are going to be very essential to the team and I think it's going to be really important for Charles this year to beat Carlos you know you know because what's what... going to happen if he doesn't yeah, the thing about Carlos, like he never has those like peak moments that Charles has, um, with yeah, like exactly. podiums and wins. But he's incredibly consistent, and, and he is, if... and and Charles, especially last year, had a lot of ups and downs. Like he retired much more often than than Carlos did. Carlos didn't have a didn't he DNF, didn't he? No DNF for him. No. Um. So, of course, Charles has a lot more DNFs than Carlos. And he yeah. he makes his points with P4, P5, P6. Mm. And, and not this up and down of P5, DNF, P3, DNF. Yeah, so, exactly. Carlos was a lot more consistent. And, um, and he, there you see with the standings last year, with Carlos being in front of Charles, that consistency and cash is key. Yeah, and also you have to take into consideration Monaco last year, because what would have happened if um, Leclerc could have actually started from pole? Do you know what I mean? That's another thing yeah. to consider, because uh, Carlos finished second in that race. There's just so many things that happened last season that do make you wonder... Because a lot of people now are saying, oh, it's, um, you know, Leclerc was, like, overhyped. But it's like, when you think about it, he had a lot of problems as well. So yeah. it's a tricky one. I'm, I'm, I'm quite intrigued, actually, by Ferrari. The thing is, I the more we... say the more... Words, but it's true. Yeah, no, because the more we talk about it, like, we had it... I think we talked about this in the predictions episode. Mm. Is It's the way like we've seen the comparison on for example the f1 instagram page mm. like everyone has especially the aerodynamics has done differently mm. and the way the cars are designed so it could just be either way like you could I have really... you could have red bull who have been so consistent in being the best or second best car Mm. could have completely failed these regulations and would yeah drop massively and then you have someone like maybe Williams who may have nailed this and go up much more yeah I think these the inter- most interesting thing obviously is like all the side pod designs that's probably for me what stands out the most from car to car because you look at like Ferrari and Red Bull they've got these really dramatic designs whereas other cars don't necessarily have that and the other thing about the cars this year is like the most important parts that have changed all to do with the aero most of it's like underneath the car yeah so you can't even like really clock it too much it's it's interesting and there are certain i genuinely believe that we're gonna have closer racing 
I genuinely do think we are going to have closer racing just from testing alone. I know you're not supposed to listen to testing too much, but it is it's something to consider for sure. I don't I don't think we're just going to have one really dominant, two really dominant teams. I think we're going to have three, four. Yeah, maybe half of the grid. <laughs> maybe half the grid. You know, could, like, I think could you imagine have... this? Like six people or more fighting for their championship. I don't want to imagine that. I think my head would explode, to be honest. It would be so stressful. Can you imagine? It was hard enough with Max and Lewis. And that was True. just, we knew the whole season one of them was going to win it. That was too stressful. Imagine you've got like four, five, six people to consider. No, thank yeah. you. Or like with with Sepp's first title, where he never led the championship and then yeah. in the last race he it won yeah it wasn't fernando like completely yeah and then he he basically he basically did what max did in the last couple of races so he dropped more and more like race wins so mm. zeb kind of caught up to him and then in the last race um he i think he spun or something or just qualified badly and then Zepp was like, yeah, I'm going to take this championship and won the last race and won the and championship with never leading the championship in that year before. See, I honestly, I, I really think that Ferrari and McLaren are going to be really strong this year. I think given Ferrari's performance last year, um, given how their car performed in testing, I know we're not supposed to, uh, we're not supposed to uh, consider testing. It's all sandbagging, oh, whatever. Um, <laughs> and the same with McLaren, like the way they performed last year and the way that their car sort of, they sort of stopped throwing money at their car. Yeah, and they, have so, think... and they have so many development points for exactly. this season. And the fact that both, the fact that those teams did opposite things makes me really interested to see how they perform because I think both of them are going to do really well because of that. Oh, could you imagine, like, Red Bull, Merck, McLaren and Ferrari being more or less on the same page? And then... We would we would literally have a and then, Lewis, and then, Max, Lando, Charles title fight. And then Merck and McLaren putting out their development points and then going second and first in the constructors. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That yeah. thought just makes me feel things. Like I really think, I think it's gonna be a really good season. Let's hope so. I don't want to cry myself so. to sleep again. No, every every Sunday, <laughs> every Sunday. It's pain, and we hate it, but we also love it. Um, yeah. Talking about this, you love new... the sport. I just don't love you back. <laughs> but we gotta go through it because diamonds are made under pressure. <laughs> made under pressure exactly <laughs> Lance Stroll could have been a philosopher <laughs> in another life like on the king. same level on the same level as like Freud or something yeah this is what annoys me about all the people that hate Drive to Survive like yeah okay we all hate Christian Horner and we all hate Nikita Mazepin but come on oh, I can't, <laughs> honestly I can't honestly I can't wait for Friday just to see how in how it many truly... ways I can make fun of Christian Horner no, but this is the thing. Okay, we need to talk about Drive to Survive, I think. Okay. This has been a very, very controversial thing. <sighs> and I've been out here fighting for Netflix <laughs> on my own. 
Not yeah, for Netflix. Because, I, because I, you, yeah. recent, you recently re- re-watched Drive to Survive, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I sat on the plane back from Italy, like, crying over <laughs> the, the Grosjean crash. Amazing. This man sitting next to me was, like, terrified. <laughs> I was genuinely, like, when it was when they brought his wife out. Yeah. And I was like... I was like no, but the first time I saw this, I also crying. cried. Because oh, yeah, they always the they they make it so over emotional. Like I knew what yeah. what was happening because I saw the whole season. I was like, yeah. oh, oh my god! Even, even I saw that part of the race. So I remember walking in to, and to my mum watching the race, and I just saw this big fire, and I was like, hmm, Formula One, interesting. All right. all right, this is what they're Let's doing. Let's do in Formula this. One. <laughs> just burn. Up for next season. Let's do it. No, um, but yeah, I think I don't know what we were talking about before, but Drive to Survive, let's talk about that because it's so controversial and I understand why it's controversial and I completely think that the people who don't want to watch it are justified. But at the but same time... But it's so time, funny. It's so funny. It is so funny. The, no, the thing, like, I have two things to say about Drive to Survive because for one... You can't deny that it brought so many new people to the sport. And I appreciate every single one that stayed around to actually watch the sport. Um, Depending on how, like we had this topic before, F1 is a really hard sport to get into because everything is so expensive and so inaccessible. It is, yeah. Like with tickets, for example, like we had this discussion because I looked up MotoGP tickets for the German Grand Prix. And I knew what I had in mind when I looked up tickets for F1 in Hockenheim. And the prizes were so severely different that I almost had a heart attack. So Hmm. just to see new people brought into the sport that's slowly dying out because it's so inaccessible is always a good thing. And second of yeah. all, for those people who have seen these seasons, it's absolutely hilarious. Like, because you know what was going on back then. And they make it so dramatic. And they, <laughs> and why do they have to put Christian Orner into everything? And like, no, the, like one, the one-liners, like, now you're going to have to look for a new engine and a new driver. Like, amazing. Incredible. The thing is about Christian Horner, like, we've known since very very early in the season last year that Max wasn't going to be in Drive to Survive so who did they think was going to do the talking who did they think was going to do the talking what they thought they were going to bring like uh, Kelly PK I don't know like, please no <laughs> obviously, obviously we can hope for not that but honestly they were, they were always going to have Christian Horner. He's like a fundamental part. Him and Daniel are literally the main characters of Drive to Survive. Okay? And Gunther. And Gunther as well. Okay, but that's in a different way. Because the thing is, look, I love Daniel, but they give him the same storyline every season. Oh, my <laughs> because life is he... so hard. I'm and then struggling. he does something great. I'm the underdog. Mm, poor me. Everything is so difficult, and I'm so sad, and I'm a golden retriever boy. 
and oh here's Michael here's Michael look at Michael oh look at me again I'm so sad oh and then God, there's one race no. <laughs> I'm going to a different team Christian Horner hates me Cyril hates me oh now they love me look at Michael look at Michael Michael's here too and okay, then and there's also always a montage of him training. Always. Okay, and that's very nice to look at. I didn't say it wasn't. But they do the it's... same thing with him. And they're going to do the same thing this year. And they've tricked us, I think, throughout the last season into thinking that it was going to be about Lando as well. And I don't think it is. I think it's going to be <laughs> Lando's... mostly... <laughs> Lando's going to have two minutes of character. screen time. Yeah, literally. Like, they really tricked us as well. And it's just going to be about Daniel and how Lando was really mean to him. Yeah, no. I, should, I, want, I want the intervention. I want I want, to see, inter- I want to see Charlotte sit them down like little children. But the thing is, like... it must be featured. Because how would they it know must about be. it? If it huh. wasn't. Yeah, but, like, they cut so much material. Like, this is what I've been saying. I just want, like, 48 hours of raw material. I want it all. Yeah. And do you know what's really interesting? I read um, I read someone's article about... Um, I think it might have been... I don't know, actually. I read a lot. Was it the... was it the article you sent to me, the WTF one one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of theirs. It was one of theirs, and it was about what Drive to Survive should do differently. And they were saying that like, and this might include spoilers, but I don't know what the spoilers are, so it doesn't really count um, as a spoiler um, because I haven't seen it yet. I have not made it that far into media to be on Netflix's special list, but. Um, it seems as though the Monza episode is just like yeah. bad. Yeah, it's in ba- comparison to like other ones about like Williams and Hess and stuff like that. So I yeah. don't know. I hope didn't didn't good. they say it was like more or less a highlight reel of Monza? Yeah, yeah. Which I'm very happy to watch again. Don't get me wrong, I'm happy for that. But also give me give me some give me some stuff. I want the McLaren team. Because we didn't know, we knew that they weren't necessarily very friendly. But we didn't we know don't. We don't know what. Ha- yeah, but and we also don't know what happened after Monza because suddenly they were exactly. like buddies. I, th- th- and that's the thing. When did the intervention take place? Because apparently they were like full on mocking each other. One of them was doing impressions of the other one. <laughs> Like that? Can you imagine? Can and... Can you imagine Lando just being like, "Oh, I'm so happy I've done your Ricardo." No, because the thing is, the way it was phrased makes it seem like Daniel's the one that's been doing the impression. Because one of them that been seems making very really Daniel comments. One Lando. of them was making really like snarky comments, which is obviously Lando, and the other <laughs> one, yeah, he, because he's a Scorpio. Yeah, exactly. He's just a little bitch. This is what I was saying earlier. Um. Love him, but you know he's. It's true. He's ha- it's true. You know, um, and he's been getting very lately. I don't know if you've seen it, but lately he's been. On, oh, he's that bitch. Mode. He's been in attack mode because, like, on his streams and stuff. You know the thing I sent you a while ago about him like attacking his chat because they were like being mean to him. 
why aren't you working? And he was like, I was yeah, working. Yeah, he was like, it's the middle day. of the night. It's the middle of the night. Well, that happened again. And he fully just like attacked his chat and Mac joined in. It was really funny. I enjoyed it. As he should. But we know from all of the evidence that he is that bitch. He's such so a Scorpio. It had to be, it no, had to be you... him making the comments and Daniel doing the impressions. And like, this is what I need to see. No, because I have to give you a warning. Um, mm. Because I can't watch Drive to Survive until Saturday evening. Because oh, I'm no. out. Because I'm out Friday from midday to probably late evening. Oh, um, no. And then Saturday morning again. So either you are giving me no spoilers or we're gonna you're gonna wait and we're gonna watch it together I can't and scream wait. well i have to wait <laughs> why do you what did you have to wait for the episodes what, what did, to watch that's not my fault actually <laughs> i th- i thought we're gonna do this together i didn't know about that okay but i didn't also know. but also like testing i i'm missing half of testing more I'm than half of testing. Miss a lot of testing as well, to be fair. And I hate it. I, I hate it as well. The only day I can actually watch a Thursday and also just like half of it. Oh, I'm gonna miss Thursday for sure. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss most of testing, I think. And I've <laughs> I've I've accepted this. I'm very upset. I'll just keep an eye on the timesheets. That's the most important thing. Yeah, and like some TED insights. That's oh, what yeah, I'm excited about. Insights. Yeah. Um the main character. The thi- yeah, no, but like <sighs> the thing happened? that I am excited about is just seeing how Lando reacts to this dynamic that began I last season. That. I wanna see Lando's true reaction to Monza. Do you think they're gonna put it in there? No. Yeah, exactly. But to be fair, George, George said, you, did you, you know the end of year thing where a bunch of the drivers watched stuff back and a bunch of the journalists watched stuff back from the yeah. season? Well, yeah, George said that Lambda wasn't very happy. I mean, he is that bitch. So, like, I can imagine. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't have been very happy either. I'm still not happy about that, but that's a separate issue. Um we have discussed this. We've we discussed this like every time. But you know, anyway. But yeah, I would love to see that. I'd love to see him being like. You know, you know what I would also love to see, um, to to see Mick go against his teammate because I feel like he might have gotten a little sassy. But you know what? The thing about the half episode, that half episode. Um, is the the thing that annoyed me more than anything is aside from the fact that they actually made an episode about uh mm. him is that um they made it seem in they used Mick's name like Mick was such a big part of it and he's not he's like the whole oh, episode yeah. is just about the other one yeah it's <sighs> didn't they like try to make him sympathetic and everyone just knows like mm. Mm. this is a yeah. thing like this is where I will agree with people about Netflix like about people who want to boycott Drive to Survive 
Like, that was not the right thing to do on Netflix's behalf. And I, the thing is, I don't want to, like... I, I don't want to sit and watch an episode about Madeline. This person, I don't wanna, yeah. I don't want to do that. But at the end of the day... Like, I kind of want to see what it is that they did to try and make it seem... Because apparently... It's like very. They make it really clearly obvious that he is like daddy's money, and like everyone hates him. Could that be like like a satire? Just like a satire episode. This is why. This is why I'm I'm just like. Should I? I am. I am intrigued. Watch it. I I just want to know what they could possibly do to like make us yeah this man because from the the thing about. Yeah, it, it the whole thing is like him and his dad talking about how it's very clear that he's there for one reason only, and also everyone's out to get him. And it's like how how have you made this something that it's clearly not? How have Netflix managed to do that? But no, because we have to take one for the team because we're gonna have to drag this when we talk about this season of Drive to Survive. That's true, actually, and I will put it out there. I probably will watch that episode, not because I support what they've done in the studio tonight or because I support that driver, ex-driver um former Formula 1 driver um but just for, for science for research purposes exactly. for journalism journalism, this is journalism. <laughs> journalism this is journalism, this is what I'm deciding to call this um and also the whole thing about Christian Horner, I just I understand why people are upset about that as well. I'm upset about that. I don't like the fact that it's a show that's like being used to promote him and his wife. I think that's ridiculous. But at the same time, we've known for a very long time that Max wasn't going to be involved. So who did everyone think was going to step in for him? Considering Christian Horner is such a big part of that show anyway. Okay, but who do you think Christian Horner will compare to an animal this season? Oh, Bottas. Have you not seen that? Oh, with because the with the with the, the horse. riding thing. Yeah. Well, technically, True. it's Jerry that does the comparison, but Horn is like, "Oh, I'm not riding Bottas." Okay, thank okay. you for clarifying. Thank Point you for made. letting us all know. Point yeah. made. Thanks for clearing that up. Okay, you and know. thanks and thanks for getting that question out of the way in the trailer. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. What was so, that trailer? What was that trailer, by the way? Like, mm. I don't know. It was that wasn't kind of un- anticlimactic, if you ask me. Yeah, I think it's. I think the thing is, they can't. There are there are big things that they couldn't necessarily put in because, like, the last two episodes haven't been released to the media. No one knows what they're about. Well, we know what they're about, but we don't know like what they're about. If that makes sense. <laughs> Um, we know what happened that season, but when, when yeah. we don't know we don't, what they're going to yeah. spin. Yeah, exactly. We don't know which way Netflix are going to like. They're probably the reason they haven't released it yet is because they're probably like trying to re-edit it. They've probably got everyone like back in Abu Dhabi right now, and they're probably re-filming the end of the season. Um, Just like rebuilding everything, like Christian Horner did with the Silverstone crash. Exactly. They've got Alex Albon out there playing every single person. No, not the man. And then in the episode, cast is just everyone 
is played by it's Alex just, Albon. It's just Alex Albon. Or the dude, or the dude doing the impressions, like he yeah, is impersonating. It's the impression guy and Alex just out in Abu Dhabi. I think that's amazing. A really good idea, actually. Amazing. Paid actors. Still a better story than Drive to Survive. Exactly. <laughs> This is um, drive to survive is is it's quite a you know what what really you, you happened real and you know what's not real and you know like you know not to take it all so seriously and the other thing about christian horner is that we all know that he is his own worst enemy because he doesn't look good he doesn't come out of it looking good no it's and he, like... he he steps into every possible puddle puddle that he could yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, I've never finished a series of Drive to Survive and gone, oh, well, Christian Horner's really redeemed himself. Like, no. I didn't even, before I even knew anything about the team, politics, everything, from watching him just on Drive to Survive, I said, I, I kept saying to my mum and dad, I was like, this man is evil. He's like a Bond villain. He's, 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 and I didn't know anything about, like, the politics or anything about it. So I was like, What's this guy's deal? Like he doesn't come out of it looking good, so I don't know why people. I mean, he like... he he never looks good. Like I can't. I've seen people trying to justify what Christian has said. Oh yeah, I stumbled onto like a really and problematic you, part of the internet. Didn't the you? Other day. Didn't you go on Max Tumblr accidentally? I didn't. Yeah, accidentally. That's the thing. I didn't seek it out. I just. The algorithm let me down, and I wound up in this really scary territory. <laughs> and I just thought, what's what? Like, I was actually quite scared. Like, yeah, I was but... actually, I felt unsafe. Yeah, and the thing about like Christian Horner, at least from from my perspective, he even if he tries to make himself look good, he just, just makes it terrible. worse. Like exactly, I, I remember, I remember that interview where he was asked, "Was it Ted who then ran away?" And and <laughs> Christian was so flustered. And oh like, yeah, he, in Qatar. He, yeah, and he never looks good. He he always embarrasses himself, whether it be yeah, exactly. on normal TV during the FIA radios, where he's just being that petty bitch that he is, or doing Drive to Survive, like he never makes himself or his team look good and then he's really asking himself why people are antagonizing him excuse me exactly so many people justify him though and that's the weird thing like this man is sexist this man has incited racism against multiple drivers on the grid like <laughs> he does really shady questionable stuff to Yuki do with Gage. the rules. He fully said, oh, we didn't break the rules. We just applied them differently. Okay. <sighs> to me, <laughs> maybe it's just me, but to me, that's just a fancy way of saying, yeah, we cheated, but like, we just cheated in a way that made it look like we weren't cheating. Yeah. Like, we even knew. We know it's, this man is it's, not a it's good like, person. It's like the f- illegal engine of Ferrari. Like, we cheated, but it's fine, apparently. Honestly, my favourite, this is the thing. Everyone's like, oh, Christian Horner. Oh, uh, the Haas episode. It's like, well, the thing is, my favourite things that have come out of Drive to Survive, like my favourite storylines have been 
the downfall of Ferrari, the pink <laughs> Mercedes. Like, I love all, like, the technical stuff and the team politics and stuff that happens internally, you know? You not know, all the stuff that happens with others you, between teams. It's yeah. the internal stuff that's entertaining. Yeah, like, like I'm not watching Ferrari. It because, exactly. <laughs> like comedy. Ferrari and Charles just looking scared and confused for a whole season and the pink Mercedes and, and Lawrence Papasmouth Stroll's hostage video and like the, all of that stuff that's that's why you watch Rachel's Life you watch it because you want to see Lance Stroll say something because we don't see him say anything else during the whole season but you want to and- sit this man down and hear him say that diamonds are made under pressure okay <laughs> this is what we watch Drive to Survive for and when you want to see Daniel's little antagonised hero sad kicked puppy storyline okay and you want to see Coach Michael and you want to see, you know, you want to see Seb stare into the camera and do this little Seb smile. And then Lewis appears randomly out of nowhere. You haven't seen him for like five episodes. And this is why and then, you watch it. And then apparently you also want to see Lando and Max playing golf. I want to see Lando the, and Max playing golf. If this isn't in any episode, I will cry. I'll go, I'll go mental. I'll actually tweet Netflix and tell them that they've given us like Give us all the un- unedited... Order. A audio like yeah video audio i just want to see lando's I'm sorry, but if you're gonna posture. show me if you're gonna show me like carlos and his dad playing golf like and then them playing tennis and then them doing other stuff for like a whole season okay you just need to show me okay lando but the tapas the tapas look good though the tapas always look good okay i'm not saying it doesn't but if you're gonna show us carlos Watching football for the 15th time. Once again, a wrong team. Exactly. We can't win. So just give us Futro and Lando playing golf. But that's also not winning. It is winning because something else. Drive to survive is just point and laugh. True. That's the whole point. I'm going to. I feel like. I feel like I'm going to be kind of. Like the Joker when I watch this. I'm just going to laugh throughout oh, yeah. the whole thing. I've never... Like, the thing is, you don't watch Drive to Survive and take it seriously. You point no. and laugh and you use it as a meme template. That's it. Like, it's not that deep. I hate Christian Horner. I don't like that former hash driver. I, I do not support him. I'm glad he's gone, you know. But I'm not watching Drive to Survive for them. I'm watching it because it's going to give me a whole season's worth of meme content. Okay, talking about meme content, who do you think will be the unexpected meme to come out of of this season? Like we know, we know Christian will be, and we also know Günther will be. I'm I'm pointing if Zeb is in it, he will have a meme. Um, Zeb's not in it much, I don't think. Honestly, Pierre, George, and yeah, Pierre and George, I think. Oh, good, good call, actually. Yuki, Yuki, Yuki. Oh Yuki. my god! This is me. I will sacrifice as much. I will. I will sit through as much Christian Horner as I have to. If I get Yuki. one second of Yuki, yeah, it will oh be goodness. worth it. Can you imagine if they did something about Yuki Gate and then they ask Yuki about it? I'll, I'll die. Oh my I need God. that. This is what I need. This is the content I signed up for. I pay for Netflix for a reason. It's for reasons yeah. like this. 
Did I tell you, you that I did I tell you that I just got Netflix because of did Drive you? to Survive? Yeah. Did you? When okay, when go, when the first Tumblr, when because everyone will shout at you for like for doing that. No, because like I had to convince my dad to get Netflix, and then no, I was I like because because my because my dad is also an avid F one watcher, and I was like, mm-hmm. mm, well, there's this documentary about F one coming out uh, tomorrow. What if we got Netflix like the monthly like free subscription for one month, and if you hate it, you can. Like cancel it, and now they watch more Netflix than I do. Netflix is so good. Mm. It it it's gone downhill a bit, but it's a necessity. It's got all my sitcoms, and it just keeps me happy. Amazing. Um, it's, it's giving me how, to survive. How Seriously, how though, do don't you go and tell anyone. Like, I know we've just told everyone on here. But don't go and tell anyone that you want to watch Life Survive because you'll get attacked. True. I was fighting for my life out there. Do do it alone and then laugh about. It. I think I'm gonna like live blog on Tumblr. Yeah, exactly. I will be live blogging the whole thing. Okay, but please tag spoilers because I will be looking on your blog even when I'm busy. So like, I don't want to see any spoilers. Okay. Thank you very much. Or you'll just have I to will, wait. I will tell you what to filter. Amazing. Um, moving on in the timeline, we have news oh, of less. So <laughs> we have news of less sprint races. There will be only Thank three this season: Imola, Austria, and the best sprint race that has ever graced our presence: oh, Brazil. Yes. I miss it. Can we you know please what? Those just have three races? I enjoy three tracks. I really like. So yeah, and talking and talking suffer... and talking about Imola. Imola has been renewed, so we're gonna have yeah. more of Imola. Amazing, a track that has been just there to fill out spaces when COVID hit, and now it's a once again a normal part of the schedule. I love it. I didn't see the Imola race last year because I was not a Formula One fan at that point. But I've seen those highlights a million times. Yeah. And I love I love it. It's beautiful. Maxi Gate. You didn't see Maxi Gate. Um yeah, I did. So afterwards. Worry. Mm, um yes. But everyone knows about that, so it's fine. True. Um, next one, the most evil person in the FIA has been sacked. <laughs> and like, oh, every- Max and Christian are still defending him. Meanwhile, Toto <sighs> said, I'm never going to speak to him again. And I thought that was beautiful. Also, Lance. Lance threw so much shade. And this is what made me like, Lance, I've never really liked been that bothered by because he doesn't really he's just there he's just there exactly and even then sometimes you have to double check to make sure he is there because you wouldn't know if you didn't check um through no fault of his own maybe but you know he flies under the radar but he literally just name dropped Massey spilled all the tea um and I thought that was beautiful I thought that was heroic I thought that was very 
you know, respectable. And it was such a so true bestie moment. Like, good for him. And that made me realise, because him and um, his dad must have been bitching about Matty. Because his dad and Toto walked out of that FIA meeting, like, skipping. So I was like, they know something that we don't, obviously. Because then Lance started talking about it. And I just thought, like, this is amazing. Merc Engine Solidarity. As they should. As they no. should. The, the thing is, like, you, we have to be also, like, careful now with the FIA. Because if oh, nothing yeah, changes course. in comparison to next year, we know, like, of course, it's it's a structural problem. Like, we, we know this. Sure. But yeah. if it doesn't improve, then we know... It wasn't just Marcy to blame. I mean, at the end of the day, we we know that whether or not internally the FIA believes that he was wrong or not, you know, the like it's very likely that they don't even care what he did wrong. The the, the reason that he had to go for the FIA is because they he created such controversy for them, and he casted so much doubt upon the FIA and the regulations. So, you know, they sort of had to cover themselves and get rid of him, whether or not they agree with what he did or not. There wasn't another option for the FIA to maintain their credibility. But I do think there will be more attention now yeah, to the FIA be, but... than ever before. Yeah, and Do you think made they it... will mention that in the Abu Dhabi episode of Drive to Survive? I'm sure I they would... will. They have to, kind of. They kind of have to address it. I want to see all the, like, the team principals and the drivers talking about it. Or they will just, like, gloss over it and just say, yeah, Max 1 fans were. It's all fine. And then new fans come to <laughs> get oh, to Oh, we're going to have so many point. new fans to put in the bin. I mean, um... educate. <laughs> That's what I meant, educate. And like they they think everything went well, and then they just see our world burn whenever no, FIA does something is, stupid. The thing is, no, even if you don't watch Formula One, there are so many people that I know that don't even watch it that feel like what they just heard about something so terrible that they even they know that what happened was wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's been all over the news when it happened. Like even I remember exactly. this. Yeah, it was it's, intense. It was intense. All over Twitter and it was such a big thing. I don't think... Hashtag so Massey people... out party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It... Hashtag <sighs> I stand with Lewis. Honestly, king. King. Mm-hmm. Um, next point on the list, Otma goes to Alpine. We've been new. Oh, we've been new. That was like even worse. No news. That was worse kept secret than George going to Mark. <laughs> True. This was the worst kept secret. Like Otmar is good, don't get me wrong, but he's he's so sus to me though. No, the, you know what? So Otmar Otmar is like he was f- for me personally, he was the person who gave away that Seb was going to Aston Martin. Because he and Seb never had that much of a connection, and suddenly, like I mean, after, they've known each other for a long time. Yeah, but like 
all of a sudden, like, Seb was driving in Otma's car with him, and they were, like, doing fist bumps and, like, talking to each other on, on the grid and stuff, and it was like, they know something we don't. And, like, by yeah. then, there were already rumors going around of, like, Zeb going to uh, to Aston Martin. And the more, like, there was this moment on German broadcast where you could literally see Zeb getting out of Otmar's car. And I was like, yeah, Maybe no, they were just there's... having an affair. Maybe. Like, the affair that Lewis and, and Zeb had with the Monagas princess. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, but Do... I always love I love it when um drivers talk to other team principals. Like that's another good thing about Drive to Survive. Like you always I, again I hate Christian Horner. But there was like there's one scene where uh, after it's confirmed that Dan's going to McLaren from Renault and Renault and um I don't know why I said it like that, Renault. And he goes and speaks to Helmut and Christian and they're like, they're like, is Cyril still like talking to you? Or, and then there's a twenty twenty season where it was like all going wrong with Ferrari, and I think like Charles talking to Joss. Yeah, I just well, lo- I I don't know why. Wasn't just, there a I moment love... with with Zeb, um, talking to Christian and and Helmut as well? Probably, and, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, once yeah, again yeah, is, once yeah. again once again draft to survive funniest thing I've ever seen. Um, exactly. Some I, I love yeah. It. It's it's got. I'm so excited to see what they stir up for last season. Like I can't wait. Um, next thing I have on the list that Kota has been oh. renewed. We hate. I don't like it. So everyone loves Why? it. I feel like we're the only two people in the world that don't like that circuit. The thing, you know, it. you know what I hate about this, and I've seen, I've seen someone say, "Well, if Russia stays out of the calendar because we don't know how long this conflict is gonna go, we mm-hmm. should make a Las Vegas race." And I was like, "We don't need three U.S. races. We no. don't." Give really, me, really give me Korea back. Like, give me Malaysia back. Anything yeah, Malaysia, but I'll another, anything but another US race. Like, I love Miami. I'm so excited for the track. But why two? We don't need two. I just don't or like three. that <sighs> I just don't enjoy that race. There's nothing to do. I don't care where they put the races. I just don't enjoy that race. <laughs> I don't like yeah, the no. I am. I'm, I'm literally a lit. I'm actually a little bit anti-America here, because no, I. I, I. They're so. Not only are there much better tracks, but why put two races in the same country? Like, of course, it's First big. Of all, but like, Canada is also big. Yeah. Can, mm. Second of all. But there's so many new American fans from everyone's favorite Netflix show, Drive to Five, <laughs> um, and they're trying to spread it that way because that's like the biggest crowd they ever had was at Kota last year, I think. Like, it's a massive deal over there. Like, people are really getting into Formula One now, 
And also, but you can't. You also can't really measure last year's like attendance because COVID is still happening. No, but exactly. But even so, it was like a, the biggest crowd. Even yeah, because te- the, even... because it's in Texas. Texas doesn't have COVID. Hello. Apparently not. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that was like one of the biggest. Uh, I think if it wasn't the biggest, it was one of the biggest like crowd turnouts like in the history of the sport. Yeah. So, so like, obviously I'm... they're gonna they're gonna keep putting races over there. But the other thing about America is I can't remember what I was gonna say. Amazing. Yeah. But there's another thing about America as well, which is why they've <laughs> Yeah, no. There. I just I don't know I'm 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 very sorry to all my American. Oh, listeners. I know what I was gonna say. Oh um, yeah, just go on. Just about not so much about America, but about other places. Like they were where we've been talking about the Russian Grand Prix and what's gonna replace it. Like there was so many circuits that came up, but they're not they're not grade one circuits. Or yeah. so much work would have to be done to them now, uh, as opposed to what was needed before. So that's another reason I think why they're they're doing that. But then again, like how much is it going to cost to? This is the thing that cost, like, because the the actual circuits themselves are going to have to pay to make changes. So obviously they can probably afford it a bit better. Yeah, but the for example, like the first one that would come to mind for me that has been recent is Malaysia, and yeah. that one is still up to standards. Yeah, that one is. That one is. But it's there was a I... thing about the calendar. Even though the calendar makes no sense anyway, um, <sighs> a lot of people were arguing that it wouldn't have made sense for them to fly from wherever to wherever, and then to Malaysia, and then I don't know. Yeah, but then you you'd have to overthink this whole calendar because apparently oh I know and en- environmentally friendly travel doesn't exist in F one. No, it doesn't. Nothing exists in F one that's good. It's like NFTs. I love it. It's all it's all hypothetical. Exactly. Yeah. Um, something we love though is that the Aston Martin safety car will be there for twelve races. We do. In... Did you see the Merc one today? Um, the ref one. She pretty, yeah. She pretty, but I still prefer the Aston Martin one. It's I my baby. Seen Aston one. It was. It, it it literally was on Instagram. Wait. I pro- wait. No, I have seen. It. I have seen. It. I have seen it. Yeah. Um, um, so, we're getting. So... I think. Yeah. Uh, Aston Martin will. I think their first race will be Australia with the safety car. I yeah, Bahrain and Jeddah, we're gonna have uh, Merc. The second race is Jeddah. Yeah, we've had this conversation so many times. I'm so excited. Yeah, but I had I had so many many things to do. Oh no, I'm so excited. I oh. yeah, well you love it. Yeah, but it seems like I will have to put my studying like schedule. All within the Jeddah weekend, so yeah, I can watch should. everything. As you should. What it's should like... be the most boring race on the calendar now? No, <laughs> I, no, I don't think so. With that <laughs> race layout, so like 
No, I know. Like... I don't think so either. But like, yeah. especially with the closer rating, that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy. Oh no! But don't remind I just, me. I just mean it because of last just, year. Just like more of me crashing into the wall. Yeah. Oh no! Why? No, he he was just trying to do what they do at Ferrari. <laughs> but in the race. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then he's just trying to oh. get. He's just trying to get ready to go to Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, good, good for him. Um. Yeah. Oh, you prepare yourself for your next round. Um. Oh, because I'm MV... drinking drink some water. One second. Yeah. Um. <laughs> MV zero. Mm. got his new contract Mm-mm-mm. a contract that equals the pay of the seven times world champion sir lewis hamilton oh, don't even put and all pay. and all i have to say is the audacity that these men at red bull have do you know what to give... i don't care they can no. i don't care how much they pay max they can pay him whatever they want to pay him the no, problem... because I, no, I have I have a problem with that. Because why would you pay someone who won one controversial championship to one of the most like the same in comparison to the one of the most influential people, if not the most influential person on the grid? I know that, but that's not my issue with it. My issue with it is pay him whatever you want to pay him. I don't care. I couldn't care less how rebels spend their money. My issue with it is the fact that. Uh, they complained that Lewis was making that much just last year to then turn around and give that to Max. Now, bearing in mind, Lewis is a seven-time world champion. Um, should have been an eight-time world champion. Um, but anyway, yeah, bearing this in year. mind that, the fact that he he has spent, God knows, how long now? 15 years in the sport? Longer than that? About Lewis. 15 years in this yeah, about 15 years of the sport. I think, you know, he's built his way up to, yeah, you know, over it's, time. It's, it's like now, a normal, it's like a normal, like, it's, job. It's a progression the more you, the more, also, you, the more experience you have, the more money you get. Yeah, exactly. You know, but, you know, I don't care. Red Bull, they can pay Max 100 million if they want. I don't care. But the fact that they, that they, well, yeah, obviously, I, you know what I mean. Like, they can pay him whatever they want to pay him. That's not my problem. But the fact that they complained, especially Helmer, of course, complained that Lewis was making that much money and said that that was ridiculous, only for them to go and pay Max that amount. Like, that's that's my issue with it, you know? Like, why why is it now okay to give Max that much money? Because you when won a you... world title, apparently. Do you th- okay? Wait, serious question. Do you think they would have given him this much money for this new contract if he hadn't won? No. Are you sure? I don't think so. Come on, we know what rebels like. If they... you don't perform how they want you to perform, I'm not saying they would have kicked him out of the seat. But I'm just they saying, have like, they have no one else basically, and um, to be honest, to him. No, I honestly but... think that he's the one that's made the mistake by signing that contract. I think that's too long, like for any driver, you know. How the, long, the thing? How long did he sign? Five years. Twenty twenty eight. 
Oh, stuck with that's them longer. until then? That's longer than Christian Horner. I believe Christian Horner is there until 2026. Should I Google this, Wait. Like, obviously, he might sign another contract, but as of right now, his Christian Horner's contract with Red Bull is until 2026. And they've extended uh, tw- Max's to 2028. Until, until at least 2026. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, to me, that's just ridiculous. But from, like, now you could say to me, oh, well, you said earlier that it was really good that Lando signed his contract. Uh, yeah, it is, because Lando can't go anywhere else. Like, at the, as of right now, and there's a big difference between three years and, like, 50, the 50 million years. One and there's, Yeah. And then his paycheck. <laughs> And then there's also like the difference of the team atmosphere, like exactly. you could you could work with the McLaren team for much longer than you could with Red Bull like, because I, because I can you imagine? Kenneth... No, because like can you imagine if someone like for example Yuri Bips gets into the sport and is basically the new Max in the next two or three years? How yeah. fast Max will exactly. be dropped? And then exactly. he's stuck this is, there. This is the thing. Like, for Max, I don't... I, I just don't understand why he would do that. That's such a long time. It's such a long time. In 2028, I'll be, like, old. I'll be... 2028, I will turn 27. Oh, goodness. I, I will be almost insane. 30 by then. Exactly. And Max Verstappen will still be driving for Red Bull. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I... What? Like, that, that's, like, I, don't, I don't care what he does. <laughs> I don't care if this flops for him or not. But like, I hope that it flops you... for him, not gonna lie. Yeah, obviously, I can, do as well. Can you imagine just, like, seeing your, well. seeing your arch nemesis, like crumble I just mean like what What was he thinking like obviously it could pan out really well for him Red Bull could win the next uh, what year is it He could. they could win the next like six titles you know it might pan out really well for him but I'm, I'm sorry I just don't see the logic in that that's just such a long time yeah but think about I... how much think about how much the sport is going to change in the next six years you know, we're going to have new team, at least one more new team by 2025. We're going to have so many different changes. We're going to have so many regulation changes. Like, why would you commit yourself to that, knowing full well that, that, that Red Bull loves their young driver? Okay, as soon as someone else comes along to be the new Mac. Which there will be, because that's all like, they what do. What have they promised him? Look at all the... I know it's not quite the same because Daniel... Like Max was the golden boy when Daniel was still there. But look at all the stuff that they promised Daniel. They promised Daniel that, you know, they wanted to win a championship with him and stuff, knowing full well that they didn't. They yeah. only wanted it with Max. Like, what does Max think is going to happen? I, I just don't understand the logic behind it. I think it was... You know, and... and Max, I, we, how, yeah. how is What is Max? Is Max 24? Now, 24, 25. Are you really going to make me Google him now? 
wage. No, okay, I think he's 24. Let's say he's 24. He's going to be No, he's, I he's am be... I, he is 24, yeah. 97, 24, yeah. Yeah. Like he's going to be 30. Oh. And that's when it all starts to go downhill for Formula 1 drivers unless you're Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton just gets better with age. Yeah, he ages like fine wine. As or he'll he pull a Fernando and leave and come back. Like, I just oh, don't know what else Please, can no. Do. I don't... I, I don't, I, I, I don't I, want him to... For me, to... it just doesn't make... It doesn't make any sense. Like, it you can... know, you've got drivers now. Like, Lando, for example, when he when his contract with McLaren is up, he'll only be 25-ish. But... 25, 26? Something like that, yeah. Something like that, yeah, exactly. Like, he, he can do... He's still going to have the room to sort of do what he wants. But you've just signed away six years. At the, right at the very beginning of a regulation, a massive, massive, massive regulation change. You've just signed away six years like that. Yeah. I would have done at least, like... I would have shortened it for the year after... When when do the new engines come? Twenty five. Twenty five, I think. Yeah. Twenty five. So you would do up until the end of twenty five, and if they yeah. are good to go with these regulations, then you can still, like, yeah, exactly. get on with it. And it's to be honest, for Max, this could turn out quite scary. It depending. could be really, he, and it like could go really wrong for him. And the way that Red Bull doesn't even have an engine supplier but make their engines themselves mm. now yeah exactly we know whether that, that when is you reliable first... is another question exactly we know that when teams start making their own engines <clears throat> okay. um, things start to go wrong for them I mean but it's also Renault so like they yeah. That that is a real car supplier. You don't see Red no, Bull in, an energy imagine. drink. It's like it's like the white wine. You just open the <laughs> open the. Can you can you imagine just like them putting just Red Bull into the car and, and then saying, "Well, let's Red hope it gives in. let's let's gives hope it wings. gives the car ring, wings." Yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't I, want I, this. I I don't get it. Like I just think. The timing of these deals makes such a big difference because 2023, we're going to have a massive silly season. Well, no, end, end of this year, we're going to have silly season yeah. for the 2023 season. It's going to be insane. It's very, literally going to be Very much madness. like two years, Carlos two and years Daniel ago. might change seats again. Like, we don't make, know what's going to happen. <laughs> make us free of contract. Yeah, most of them are free of contract. Apart from Apart from like off George. the top of my head, George, Lewis, Lando. Lando, Max. Off the top of my head, I don't know who else. Like the, I, my eyes. Will wait, be on... no, Lewis. Lewis will be out of contract after this, isn't he? No, I think he's got another two years. So this season and next season, I think twenty twenty three, he's out of contract. Oh, maybe. I think he signed two seasons last time. Um, but my eyes will be automatically on Checo and Pierre, Daniel and Carlos. Yeah, and That's Mick. exactly. Mick, I'm not too worried about Mick, because Mick's not going to go anywhere. He will go to Ferrari, yeah. Probably. Well, he might. 
But what's going to happen with Carlos? This is the thing. We need to wait. We need to wait and see because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. They might. They might have to leave him there for another year. No, please. The they thing is, like, to. I love him. I love him with Gary and stuff. But, like, I want him in a better car. Mm. I, I cannot I see this it's... pain go on longer than I think it's this all year. Interesting. But the timing of these contracts is so important. Like, this has made Lando like the third highest paid driver or something. This contract, but like something like that, and it's like he has been smart about it. Twenty twenty five is like perfect yeah. time to get out. Twenty twenty eight, that's so much longer in terms of Formula One and in terms of regulations and in terms of these things. And like, I just I don't see how this is going to go so smoothly. I don't really know what they were thinking when they did that. Yeah, just like well, maybe he could go somewhere else. Let's just sack this now. It's yeah, it's it's tiring. Like every time I saw this come up, when did he sign this contract? A couple of days ago, right? Not too long ago, yeah. Yeah, Last and week, I, I think I I think I came. I got home from school when I saw this, and like his face popped up on my Instagram, and I was like, ah, oh, why? Yeah, it is every time. I it's it's the same with like Helmut Marco. It's just insane. Um and I was like, why would you he's basically selling his soul up until twenty twenty eight. The other thing that I suppose the way you could see it is that, you know, Red Bull wanna show they that it, this is just another way for them to assert dominance. Because if they've got a driver that's actually willing oh, really to stay, oh, I hate, I hate male-dominated sports and like assert dominance. Like, no, please. You just... only watch male-dominated sports. Your life revolves around male-dominated sports. Okay, first of all, why would you call me out like this? <laughs> Am I wrong? You... Am I wrong? Actually, well. Not quite. I I watch horse riding. You're right. I'm I'm completely wrong. <laughs> if you, you know if what? you change if you change your sentence to most of the sports I watch, then you're right. But not all of them. Most of them. No, and second of all, it's the, still your life it, doesn't revolve around horse riding. However, your life in summer it does. Around... Yeah. Around a handful of male-dominated sports, like I know this, you you can't argue with that. Yeah, Super Bowl week has been insane for me. And I don't want to talk about American football right now. Actually, thank you. Um, I can't handle that right now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's oh. just because you like it. Come on. I um, don't. I don't want. I don't want this. Did not okay. for this. Um, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think that's the other thing. Red Bull could be trying to sort of assert their dominance by, oh, well, we've got a driver that's like the most talked about driver. You know, he's he's got confidence in us. We've got confidence in him. Like they're trying to show like their strength, which is fair enough, I guess. Okay, but like having Sir Lewis Hamilton and and George Russell in the team is the dominance move. Of a yeah, and that's also probably why Red Bull signed a billion-year contract. Because they're scared. They're scared, exactly. They're trying to show their strength. 
Can you imagine, like, when Lewis retires, Max just going to Merck? That would be incredible. But a lot of people want Pierre oh. to go to Merck. That would, be, that would be such to... a power move. The rebel phenomenon. This brings me to the rebel phenomenon, okay? So, some of you may have seen Pierre, Pierre's quotes this week, talking about how it's very clear to everyone in the room that 2024... He's got until then, pretty much, to, you know, get back in the Red Bull, which is obviously never going to happen. Nope. Well, it could happen, but it would just not end well. We just have, it would end even worse than it did the first time, I think, Um, because Red Bull have got something perfect in Checo. They have got something perfect because he knows his place and Red Bull saved him. So he, like, they, like, owe him. And he owes them because, you know, they did save him, um, which therefore he's in the top team, one of the top teams. Um, but he knows his place. He knows he's never going to be their world champion. And he knows that he's never going to be the one to be allowed through and he has to sort of just drive to Max's whatever really so which makes me question how is Pierre ever going to get back in that seat he's not he can't no. because he wants to win and Max as we've just discussed is at Red Bull for the next Six years, so how bazillion is, yeah. years more like, yeah, exactly. You know, go there and fight for victories. He's not going to be able to do that. And who are they going to replace Checo with? Because let's face it, they're not going to keep Checo forever. I don't think they, I don't think they will. I think they're gonna, I think it works for now, but eventually they're going to want a younger driver in that seat. That might be Nikki. Um, no, I don't think it will be. Or Yuri. Yuri maybe. I don't think I don't think it'll be Yuki. Um for not for a long time at least. Um But what I will say is I believe that when Checo leaves Red Bull, we'll have like a Seb situation where it's all very nice and friendly. Like because let's face it, Seb's one of the very few Red Bull drivers to walk away, like, and still be like, buddies, not yeah. scarred. <laughs> yeah, no, because he won four championships of them, and yeah, Jen just which went Christian Horner said a couple of months ago was just the car. Do not remind me, I'm this man. Kidding. But, you know, I think that's what the situation will have with Checo when, when Checo leaves Red Bull. But I just, it's just really interesting to me that Pierre's being so open about something that we all know is going to go horrifically wrong. Like, I just don't... I just, I just can't repeat, like, my perception of this. I still believe that this seat is cursed and it's going to be cursed for a long time. Yeah, as long as they don't change the way they do their 
where they run their team. It's always going to be like this, you know? And as long as they have Max there, it's going to be like that. So it's going to be that way for a very long time. Uh, you know what I just realised? Now that you said Max is going to be there for a long time, you know who's mm-hmm. also going to be in that garage for a long time? His father. Yeah, exactly. All we exactly. Do yeah. All we do is suffer. How are we supposed to live, love, love in these conditions? I feel like when you're an F1 fan, you just don't get to live, love, love at all. <laughs> no. Except for maybe yes. one race, and then you suffer more. Yeah, and then you suffer more because it never happens again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I just, Red Bull is just fascinating to me, and not in a good way. Yeah. It's like when I, it's like the comparison for me is like between the Red Bull dynamic and the Ferrari dynamic. Because when I think of the Ferrari dynamic, it like intrigues me, and I want to like it. It I'm like excited by what they could do with yeah, their drivers like, in their car. But with but Red like, Bull, it just I just hate them. Yeah, the whole the whole Ferrari dynamic is though that the they care much more of the team's perception in the media than Christian mm. Horner could ever care about. Oh no, um, but I just especially mean, I, I mean is... especially no, but like especially in like Italian media because they yeah. have been said to do decisions to benefit their perception in the media. Oh, um, sure. And also in the way that Ferrari is more of a myth than Red Bull could ever be. No, so no, but for me, I just mean in terms of like the way this season is going to unfold because we know exactly what's going to happen at Red Bull, but we don't know what's going to happen with like the Ferrari, and that's what I mean. Like the team dynamic is so their team dynamic is so like you know exactly what's going to happen, you know exactly like the way they're going to run it. Like there's no, they're so blatant about everything that they do. And it's just, I just don't, there's nothing for me that's right about the way they run their team. Because they leave no room for better things to happen. Yeah, and they also don't have much room for, to give a younger driver, let's say, the second Red Bull seat, for them to actually develop into a, like, let's say, full driver in most aspects. They don't give... We've seen it with Pierre. Like he, if he had, let's say, more time in the Red Bull, I think he would have been fine. And you, you even saw with Alex, like the last half of his time in Red Bull, he did quite well because he got mm. used to the car and developed, and just giving younger drivers the time that they need in the top team. It's just something they don't do. No. And then you compare that to other teams, like, for example, Mercedes or McLaren. Like, look at what they've done for Jordan Lando. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Lando was literally a baby when he went to McLaren. And... Very much no, don't. A baby. <sighs> You're the one who keeps saying that, not me. Yeah, because he behaves like a child sometimes. Exactly. What do you mean sometimes? All the time. 
yeah, it's just like I'm waiting to see when it's not a question of if, but when Red Bull is gonna crash and burn. It's inevitable. And it will come eventually. Like, we all know this. We've seen, like, to quote, I've seen this film before and I liked the ending. Exactly. No, but uh, not only that, like, we see we, every team goes, every team has a dip. Yeah. And they've had so many, so they're, they're bound to have another one. It's just dreadful things. Pressure, Red Bull do not thrive under pressure. Look what happened to Christian Horner in Qatar, for example. Max Verstappen in Jeddah. They don't do very well under pressure. Meanwhile, Mercedes are the opposite. Yeah. Generally speaking. No, but I felt there, like... There were a couple of last... toto moments. Yeah, but there. like, if you look at the drivers, especially Lewis, he thrives in pressure. We've seen exactly. it last season. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, He's doing good work. Let's let's just look and wait. I'm um, just intrigued to see what's going to happen when silly season starts and what Red Bull's going to do. Chaos. Chaos. I'm telling you, chaos. Also, what are they going to do if Max loses this year? Ooh. Does that? How does that impact the dynamic? How does that impact who gets the second seat? There's so many things to consider about Red Bull. Because they're so snaky. Sometimes, the the thing about Red Bull, like like the general direction is so obvious. Everyone Mm. knows it's going to happen. But like the smaller details are so unpredictable. Because, exactly. because, 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 like the the key elements of this team are unpredictable. You never know what Max is gonna do. You never know what Christian is gonna do. You never know what Doctor Crazy is gonna do. And these three, mm-hmm. three together in a room are just bonkers. Exactly. And the other thing, like, let's face it, the fact that they signed Checo was—I never would have thought. Exactly. Like. Well, you know, obviously, the good thing about Checo is that he brings a lot of money into the sport because of his sponsors. So that makes sense for them to want him as their driver. But at the same time, like, even with that factor considered, like, did anyone see that coming? Not really. The the you thing, know. no, I gotta, I gotta be honest. There were rumors about Checo going to Red Bull, but as far as mm. I know. Except for like the journalists, like the normal fandom was not convinced that this was going to happen. We mm. most of us thought that Alex was going to stay for one more year at least. Yeah, he did not have the best end to that season, though, did he? No. Um, should we move on, or do you have more to say about the Red Bull phenomenon? No, talking about Red Bull has actually just made me upset so. <laughs> yeah, that fits um the next two topics that we have because we're gonna get on a bit more serious note um to explain the next two things. I feel like the most of the people who have watched news over the last week um know what has happened. Um 
and we kind of feel obligated to mention this because otherwise it would just be ignorant and Mm -hmm. we hope that the people that are affected by this that have nothing to do with the conflict itself and just want to live in a peaceful situation without this war will stay safe and that this gets resolved in a peaceful way as quickly as possible um yeah it's it's quite sad to see how this all yeah how how fast it got um yeah and because of this two things have happened in the formula one world for Uh one the russian grand prix has been cancelled and indefinitely indefinitely um, and the other part is that, for one, um, the main sponsor of Haas, I don't know how their name is pronounced, I'm just not going to say it, um, has been dropped. And also, the other Haas driver from last season has been, yeah, has gotten his contract called off. Um, as he should. As he should, should have happened should have happened before but that's not quite important right now um yeah we talked about the seat controversy at Haas in the beginning um I'm actually quite excited to see who will be in that seat for this season yeah because it it could go in either direction and now they're just kidding us and then go with Pietro again could you imagine it's a very half thing to do at this point, I suppose. But... Yeah. Just like I mean, we've, we've already we've... discussed the seat in quite great detail. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't have many more notes. So let's go with the ranking for this episode. And since all okay. liveries have been revealed, uh, the ranking of this week is the liv- the ranking of the 2022 liveries. Um, should I start or do you want to start? Uh, you start. I've got to find the list. Okay. <laughs> go. I've got it. I've got it. Um, on number 10, I have Haas. <laughs> For obvious reasons. I didn't like it last year. I hated more this year. I quite liked it when they took all the stickers off it. Uh, no. Even then, quite it's hard. just like... Mm, I No. Yeah. I mean, I have the same. Yeah, amazing. Um, number nine, Red Bull, same as always. <laughs> hated. Just, just do honest, something creative, creative for ones like why. Like, the thing is, I don't, I don't necessarily hate the Red Bull livery. I think it looks good on track, and I like that shade of blue and whatever. But like the fact that it's just the same every year, like. I don't need to rank it highly. Like, it's, no. it's, the, it's the same every year. Yeah, and the thing... Although the I will thing... say it looks it looks good on the 2022 car. Do you think that? I, I, I think it looks worse on the 2022 car than on uh... the 2021 car. The thing about Red Bull, like, at least it, I'm glad they didn't do it this year. But, but normally, for, like... Um, shootings and stuff they have like a super cool livery and then 
they come to normal testing and it's just the same old boring livery. And everyone is disappointed. I think Red Bull know they've already disappointed everyone a bit too much to just keep doing it. So Yeah, true. It makes sense. Yeah. Do you have it on number nine as well or something else? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> okay. Um and number eight I have Alpha Tari. <laughs> so do I, I. D- <laughs> Wait, so why why for anyone for, for anyone else i i told jazz before we started recording that my ranking of the liveries might be quite controversial and then you answered like well we're basically gonna have the same thing like always it's like no i don't you were like you're like no no it's gonna be so different and i was like okay let's see <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's it's. I'm waiting for it to be great, and it just like basically looks the same as last year. The thing is, I don't dislike delivery, but as you say, it's the same as last year. I'm not gonna waste my time ranking it highly. Yeah. Same as Red Bull. Like I don't dislike their livery. It's not my favorite. It's never my favorite livery, but like it's the same as it always is. So yeah, true. Um, on seven, I have Alpine. <laughs> it's <laughs> don't, don't say you have it there too. Yeah, <laughs> I told you. I, I oh told no! You. Why are we the same person though? I hate this actually. Um, no, like it's gr- it's good, but I'm waiting for it to be great. Like is, nothing like special. I like the pink and the blue. I like the fact we've got pink on a car. Also, I like their special. We have delivery. pink on the Aston Martin. Yeah, I know, but that's different. Wait, there's no pink on the Aston Martin. They took it off and replaced it with lime green. No, last year was... Was it pink last year? Yeah, it was pink last year. Wait. Let me look this up. Because if I accidentally switched this and last year's cars, then this would be embarrassing. This could take a while. So, like, yeah, I just... It, I'll keep it talking wasn't, about Alpine. It, <laughs> I just the, the thing that aches me about the normal livery is the way I don't like the way the blue and the pink like have this contrast. I can't even yeah, tell you that. why, but like there's something about it that just doesn't quite. I don't. I don't find it so aesthetically pleasing. Okay, yeah, I like, I literally um switched up. I thought the pink one was the what's the Aston Martin livery well I'm still gonna go with my ranking anyways so yeah I, d- I, like I didn't that. like I didn't it's like it's not the, that dress doesn't really make that much of a difference no um, yeah I just didn't like in the Alpine how the blue and the pink if if the blue would have been a bit lighter then maybe it would have been I higher I just think it it just looks a bit too aggressive. They, they, they just, yeah, they. But I, I yeah. don't dislike it, and I like. I think they're using one-off. Uh, well, not a one-off because they're going to use it a couple of times. But I think they're using special livery for Bahrain and Jeddah, um, which is the pink one, like the all pink. Yeah, and then I think they'll switch to the um the blue and I pink. Yeah. Um, on number six, I have Williams. Okay. So you don't have it on six. I don't have it. Okay. Um I like the way 
well, we Williams always does this. They go like f- very far away from the one they did the previous year, and it's just yeah. I'm kind of tired of all these blue cars. Yeah, I know what you mean. And like dark blue, like I, it's it looks pretty, but I, it's like average, pretty because I definitely have cars that are that I like far better. It's 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 just it's it's an okay car. Like mm. I like it, but not one where I would say, "Oh, I desperately want to see this." Fair enough. I get that. Your number six, Ferrari. Oh yeah, I... you're you're gonna think my pick is controversial. Oh my god, have you got Ferrari at like number one or something? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. I just prefer the old livery. I don't like the slightly darker, like, more, like, matte red that they seem to have this year. I don't... I think there's something a bit dull about it. I just just don't... I don't really like anything that Ferrari have done, to be honest. I don't like their race suits. I don't like their team kit. Their their, Their team kit and their race suits look like McDonald's uniforms. Their team, which is oh, hilarious. Their race suits, I can kind of get on board with. Their team kit is just horrendous. I don't like anything that they've done, to be honest. Um, and I just, I think the car looks a bit more dull than usual. They seem to have made it like a darker red. And as I say, it looks a bit more like matte. And I just, I don't like it. Interesting take. It's fine. It's fine. It's a Ferrari. A Ferrari is just a red car, like always, just a red car. But I just much prefer previous liveries like hmm. last year's I, I really like last year's in comparison that's in- very interesting actually um because i have a very different perception of their ferrari um, okay yeah i have on number five i have alfa romeo okay um, so do i because the red it's kind of it's kind of a maroon color, and it reminds me of your favorite beverage, red wine, mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm. which I love. And it's once again, it has a, a similar explanation than Williams. Like it's good, but it's not great. It's like average. Mm. I think for me, I I just much prefer it to last year, like with the black. Yeah, and I like the shade of red this year as well, and it's the same as their race suits. I think they look so much better than they have. Um, I don't like a, a white race suit anyway, so the fact that they've got the black in there as well and the more red, I really like that. I think the car looks a lot more like a lot. It's a lot more striking than it has been. And I, I just honestly, I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I do. Like I put it above the Ferrari. True. That is, you yeah. Know what I mean, but like. I just there's something about it that I really like, like and I was speaking. Like, I have another friend like uh, that we were talking about this, and we always have like different opinions on these sorts of things. And she was like, "Have you seen the Alfa Romeo? I hate it." And I was like, mm, "I kind of like it." Like, can I be I honest? I really wasn't expecting to. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I kind of missed the livery reveal for Alfa Romeo. <laughs> And today was the first time I actually looked at that car. Fair enough. I mean, I, I, I remember when it was... I remember when the reveal was, but I don't think anyone cared. Yeah, and I was doing exams, so like... Yeah, you do. I just didn't care. 
like I saw it, I was like, okay, whatever. But it's out. It's it is kind of it is kind of but it is kind of pretty at least the red is i like it i like the car i think it'll look good on track Ooh, with like night lights exactly Ooh. um number four then i Mm -hmm. (laughs) i feel like you're gonna hate me for this i have merc and number four (laughs) (laughs) no because so do i okay um, i don't know why you say that i'm not a fan of the silver He's yeah i i would have i the thing is like i didn't put the race suits into consideration for this because i because okay, if i would enough. have they would have been more up top because thank fuck they're staying with the black race suits yes this is a dream come true we have been begging for this. I feel like the Merc admin, this. yeah, the Merc admin listens to us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the yeah, livery yeah. itself, it's. I mean, I like that they're going, kind of like that they're going back to the traditional silver arrows, but we are so used to the black Mercedes. I do love the I, black Mercedes. I just I, don't like it. Which I don't understand. I think I need to get used to it because I I used to love the Merc with the silver, and now I'm just so used to seeing it in black that maybe that's in half like, a year I will like it again. That's the thing. Like I never used to be like that bothered by the silver, but I like seeing the black. I really didn't like the silver. And now I, I, I like this car. I, I like the livery. I like the the the, the green and like the, the burgundy that they use as well. So I'm not against it, but it's not my favourite. But I also feel like without the black livery, especially with you with what you mentioned, the the I think it's turquoise and, and like mm. red. It it seems like something is missing. I know what you mean, of. yeah. Like I'm, I'm just waiting for that little speck of like black color somewhere, um, which is not there. Um, you have Merc on number four as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, I have the McLaren. Oh, um, disgusting! How could you do that? I, I, I actually thought I was gonna put it on number one. I'm actually but, really scared that you put the Ferrari first. I can neither confirm nor deny. It. <laughs> um, yeah, I. It's gen generally pretty. Like I loved it, and I kind of went crazy when the reveal happened. But well, in but in hindsight, quite betrayed right now. <laughs> but in hindsight, with looking at all the cars individually. It's not my most favorite. Fake oh, fan. Because of things. What don't you like about it? It's not that I don't like it. I just, I have, I am more fond towards the Ferrari. Number two <laughs> and number one. Oh, for reasons. And I've told you the reason why I like the Ferrari. I don't recall this. I think I've repressed this, to be honest. You, you probably have. So what's your number three? Williams. Ooh. Which surprised me, to be honest. I really like it. I like the contrast between the dark blue and then the lighter blue. I like they've got like, that little bit of gold in there and stuff like that. 
Um, and I like that it's not white anymore. Um, I didn't really like the white, pale blue combo, even though there's something very aggressively British about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was just wasn't really a fan of that car. So I think the drastic difference is what makes me happy. Yeah, it's quite refreshing to see something so utterly different. Yeah, and I like that. And I think it suits the team really well. And I think it would look really nice under the lights as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're going to slap me. Ferrari's number two. Um, and... I, knew you were, I knew what you were going to have for number one. I knew the whole time what you were going to have for number one. So. Of course. Hello. You you know this. You knew my knew. number one. Yeah. Um, the thing about... I, I really was thinking of switching the McLaren and the Ferrari. But mm. the thing is, like what you've said with the dark color, which you quite dislike, I actually prefer to last year's because it gives me kind of the vibes of like early 2000s Ferrari. Okay, and like the, the good old days and the nostalgia kind of had the upper hand when deciding whether or not Ferrari is going to be second or third. Like the thing about the Ferrari for me is it's not that I dislike the colour as a colour. I just don't like it on the car. No, I love it on the car. I don't know. I need to I haven't really seen much footage of the Ferrari on track, so I need to see some more. But okay, fair enough. I'm I'm actually quite excited how it looks in mm. Bahrain mm-hmm. on oh, on yeah. Thursday. Because I, I feel like every car looks better under the lights. Exactly. Exactly. You're gonna have Aston Martin a second. Uh huh. Yeah, I knew this. I love that car. It's beautiful. Yeah, and it's gonna sparkle again. It's gonna sparkle, and I like the accents. I love British racing green. I love like I I just love it. But yeah, it's, it's it's just something really like classic about it. And I think... Yeah, and the and and the lime highlights just made it kind of make it kind yeah. of pop. It's uh, yeah. I love it. It's not like overly aggressive. Like if they put more lime green on it, I would have been a bit mad. But you know, I think it accents it really nicely, and I like, um, I like that car a lot. I think it's, yeah, I think yeah. it's beautiful. It's giving what's what it's supposed to give, exactly. which is why I have it on number one. I knew you would. Yeah, it's it's my favorite, and like the race suits look amazing as well. And I just zap being all happy next to the car. It's just I, yeah. Wait till you have to start driving it. It doesn't work. <laughs> do, not remind do not remind me. Yeah, and like <laughs> I have I have an Aston Martin hoodie, like F one team hoodie at home. So like, yeah, I and just you should. I love it. it's it's a Zep hoodie by the way like it's not just Esther Martin it's a Zep hoodie it has the number five on the sleeve yeah it's I oh, I love sorry to interrupt this, this broadcast but the Haas air freight has arrived <gasps> has it yeah I, finally <laughs> testing starts in two days and the fright has arrived well i mean it it has arrived two days after everyone else's so (sighs) it's 
yeah, it's yeah, mm, not surprised actually. Um, yeah, Aston Martin, it's gonna glitter again. I I do hope that um, Lance is gonna do that racing green helmet again because I thought it looked incredible with like mm-hmm. the same color as the car. I I love Aston Martin so much. It, uh, it, I, yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna stop. You can rant about the McLaren livery now, <laughs> because I know okay. you will let it so out. So the thing about McLaren is, it was a bit of a journey to get here, because when they like took the the cover off of it, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. And, and then, then you I hated was, like, it. This fucking ugly. <laughs> And then I was like, no, this is incredible. And then I was like, no, this is disgusting. And then I was like, no, this is beautiful. And I went back and forward. Like, overall, I loved it. I liked the race suits. The race suits have have fully grown on me now. The race suits were a bit of an issue. I told you. I told you. Like, just for a minute. And then then I got used to it. And I understood the concept. And I understood the vision. And I was like, yeah, okay, this works. I just like the way that McLaren have sort of, like, pulled off their rebranding. Um, and I like I think the most important thing is how the car looks on track when it's moving like this is the most important thing because they go so fast how they look when they're driving is the most important thing like no you know what no you know what's the most important thing they're gonna look good on a phone background there is that as well there is that as well (laughs) But, you know, when the cars are actually moving, that's when you have to care about what they look like. Like, you, it's boring to just look at a car that's not moving. And as soon as we started with the testing and the McLaren was on track, I was sold because it looks so good. And the thing is, it looks good in the daylight. So think about how good it's going to look under the lights. True. True. Like, I've, that, I've, that... Yeah, I... I feel like this whole ranking could change when we see all these cars exactly. under the like, lights. I could easily, uh, when I see the Merc under the lights, I could easily put it up. And I think the Ferrari will look good under the lights as well, just to give you the benefit of the doubt. Like, Thank you I very think, much. I think a lot of them will look good. I think the Williams are going to really, look really good. You know, the Red Bull always looks like a Red Bull, you know, they do that well. Let them do that, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice. Since <laughs> when are we nice to Ripple? Not to Ripple. Okay, fair enough. Um, not for them specifically. I'm just. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to show balance. You know. Mm. But um, trying is the key word. You are. You are. You are saying balance with like the sparkly emojis before and after exactly. the word. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. But I don't know, I just think the McLaren, like the contrast between the orange, where it's slightly, you know, the way it, where it is on the car, and then that, where the blue is placed on the car, I think that looks so good. Like, and I just don't think anyone can argue with me on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to, to finally get driving and see them broadcast it. By the way, by the way, we're gonna have to change plans because I looked it up, and next week is the Grand Prix. What? 
Yeah. No. Yes. No. Oh, no. Wait, yes. Today is the 9th. And the Grand Prix is on the 20th. No. So we're going to have... (laughs) Yes, it's next week. We're beginning next week. How... How short was this winter break? I don't want it. I actually don't like Formula One. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I, I hate actually, it too. I, I was fully don't like it. I was I, I fully... actually feel sick now that you said that to me. Yeah. I was like, wait, because, because when I looked through the Instagram pictures, I was like, wait, the first race was on the 20th. I actually and, feel like I'm getting a migraine now. And on Saturday, <laughs> Saturday is the 12th. So it has to be next week. I was like, no, that's impossible. And then I looked it up in the calendar and it literally is next week. No, it's not. I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> you're, you're in denial. You, the, the seven yeah, stages of grief have set <laughs> in. No, because it's not. I'm glad we cleared that up. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. So uh, the thing is, I knew we had two races in March, but I was just kind of, I was, I am in denial that it's like next week. But I mean, that's so weird. Like last year we had three weeks between Bahrain testing and the race. I hate this sport. How did this happen? That's the, well, that's the thing, isn't it? They're packing the season in tight. Oh goodness! I am hating it so we've much. We've got double header. We've literally got Bahrain, Jeddah, and then we've got I think two weeks, and then we've got Australia, and then we've got. Oh no! I hate this. What's after Australia? Miami. No, Miami fifth. Miami fifth. Well, no, China isn't it. Wait. Is it Imola? It might be Imola. Hey, but... Yeah, Imola. Yeah, Emilia Romagna. Yeah, Imola. Beautiful. Oh my god, and then Spain, Monaco. Yeah, Baku, Canada. Oh, Baku, my beloved. So I'm so excited about Canada. You should be hyped about Canada, especially if it rains again. Oh, Austria, my beloved. France, they should just take it off the calendar. Yeah. The funny thing is, did you see um, Arab do that thing on TikTok where he said, what's going to be the most exciting race? It was like France. And then what's going to be the most boring race? It also said France. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like nothing is going to happen, but I feel like everything else around it will be more exciting. Okay, was Portugal in the calendar last year? Yeah. Why have they taken it off? Because it was just to fit in. Because things were cancelled again. Orlando's girlfriend is not going to get home race. Yeah, I'm not going to get a home race either. It is what it is. I'm going to get a home race. Yeah, of course you do. Because you're British. (laughs) I'm British. No, Silverstone is just... Silverstone is going to be insane. It would probably, I'd probably get to you quicker than I get to Silverstone. It's ridiculous. 
I've got to like it's it's a trek. It's a journey. It's like I swear I could literally go to Monza quicker than I could get to bloody Silverstone. I mean, you almost were at Silverstone last year. Yeah, and you know, plan we when we were like planning how to get there is insane. You've got to go from where I am to London, and then you've got that takes ages, and then you've got to go from across London on the tube, and then you've got to get a bus, I think, and then you've got to get like another bus. Bloody hell! It's insane, and I it's thought, and I thought my yeah. travel to like the German MotoGP race would be insane literally it's good it would take me about four hours to get there no that's literally a flight here it's literally 90 minutes exactly when i went to germany last time it took me an hour took me an hour to get to italy it's going to take me four hours ish to get to silverstone that's even if i go yeah yeah that's that's a lot It'd be worth it, but it's still a lot. Do you think if I went to Britain mm. and would then go to Silverstone, would mm-hmm. I be quicker? Depending on how fast the flight is. I don't want to say, I don't think it would be the flight that would do it. I think it would be from when you land here. and then To how get... quick I get, yeah. How get how quickly you get from the airport to the track? Maybe we could time that. No, I'm maybe not gonna. We, maybe you'd love Silverstone. Yeah, I know. I think I think you love a British crowd. Like that's the one thing no one can fault us on, apart from football. You know what? We don't count football. No, you know what? I'm going, now that I remembered, I'm going to miss Silverstone in Austria. Why? Because I'm I'm in Croatia that week. It's okay, I'll send you live updates. Please do, because I literally have no internet during that week. Because I'm literally going to Croatia on the 3rd and come back on the 10th. I hate doubleheaders. I, I will cry. Please. I, I'm begging. I'm I got you covered with party videos. Yeah, exactly. Win win situation. Win yeah, you're just gonna gonna meet a I'll completely suffer. new completely I'll new suffer. side of me. While you party. Incredible. As we- as we should to be honest. Yeah. So anyway. expect don't expect episodes from me. <laughs> Or it's from just us. gonna be me, guys. Yeah, I'll do you, it. You're gonna talk, talk to yourself to for like <laughs> seven hours or however long these things last. However long, it's long. Been. I reckon I could, I could, I could do it. Yeah, oh, you're guys. just gonna, you're just gonna talk yourself into rage, and then it's like, yeah, it, it will probably be like half thirsting, half anti Red Bull, and I then think we more... can enjoy that. Yeah, I would. I want all the... <laughs> I, I want all the angry voice messages from you. Oh, you'll get them, don't worry. I've got so many. 
There will be so many. No, I'm looking at the calendar now, and it is good. It's a very good calendar, apart from, like, France. Um, Netherlands. Spain. Yeah, I don't like the Netherlands. Kota. Kota I can deal with. The thing I like about Kota is that the time is... Because I won't be at work. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just... It's too late. Like, it's... Oh, yeah, it's like nine o'clock for you, isn't it? Yeah. But Mexico as well. Yeah, they're the same, yeah. I much more prefer, like, UK... Canada's fine as well because it's at eight, so like normal. Miami is worse. Nine thirty. Um, eight yeah, eight thirty. The thing is, you you win though on the early races, like Japan and Australia. You win. Mm. Yeah, Japan seven o'clock. Yeah. Six a.m. Yeah, but I gotta get up. I'm gonna. I'm going to get up at six a.m. anyways because, like, pre-race stuff. Yeah, exactly. Which for me, I have to get up at like half four on a Sunday. You get used to it. I did it for years. Yeah, but and I'm actually, actually soldier. No, but like. Even new. Yeah, I'll be but... at university. <laughs> yeah, and I will work a normal job, and when Japan is on, so I will be tired. Now you you can be glad that China isn't on there because normally it would have been Australia, Bahrain, and then China. So you'd have seven o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the afternoon, and then again. Two weeks afterwards, seven o'clock in the morning. Ridiculous. Kill me. I hate this sport. Terrible. Yeah. No, me too. (laughs) But you know what I'm going to do when we finish this? Watch hockey. Because, of course, I like a league. Why not? You and your sport. Don't even... It's it's fine. I'm fine. It's okay. Mm. Yeah. No. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I'm. We're gonna have to end this before you I roast like me. I'm before gonna roast you... you so hard. Yeah, please don't. You have done enough. Or I'm gonna expose yeah. you for things you have said. Um. Thank okay. you guys for listening. We're not sorry yeah. for that kind of weird introduction. Um, I quite enjoyed it. It was right to the point. Straight <laughs> um, to the point. Yeah, it's it kind of embodies the chaos that the last couple of weeks have been. Exactly, because exactly. a lot has happened since we last. So it is it is kind of a metaphor for this. Um, exactly. Yeah, we hoped we hope you enjoyed listening to this, and yeah. Depending on how testing goes, it will either be an episode about testing or testing and drive to survive together, which it will probably be. Yeah, probably both. So enjoy testing, enjoy drive to survive if you watch it. 
we will if because you don't, we don't be mad if, at us for watching it. Yeah, and don't be mad at us in the next episode if we laugh about all the weird storylines that they came up with. Um, I don't think anyone can get mad at us for laughing at Christian Horner. <laughs> all the Christian Horner stands. <laughs> yeah, all of them. All one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We, we, <laughs> we will uh, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Yeah, yeah bye. <laughs>